Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's wrong? Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing, fighting monsters, and challenging gender uh, norms. I, or not, not gender norms, not gender roles. Cold, I would say. Uh, yeah, well, not challenging. Okay, falling into, let's say. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Luke. <laughs> hey guys, I've been... See how long I can hold my breath for. Uh, <laughs> wow. Like did a month and the, a half. You're doing pretty good. Did you good. get the Guinness uh, people down there? Uh, what? No, you I... You know, like, to record your, your was, record? Was anyone keeping yeah, time? I just... Yeah, it was just for me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. You, don't, you don't need to have your name in a record book to feel proud of your accomplishments. Anyway. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, no. Does Sabrina know that's the key? Yeah. We decided to watch, watch some new Power Rangers. Um... Where the fuck are all these people? What happened to all the people that I normally see on this TV show? <laughs> they went away. They went away, what? Luke. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, you, God. You, well, you, I, you... I don't even recognize... Well, okay, well, at least I find... I, I have Scorpina as a regular, and she'll never leave me. Uh, yep, that's true. <laughs> never, never again. Uh, we've got Mike. Hi, I, I'm Mike, and there's a car alarm going on outside. Can you guys hear that? No. Okay, good. All that's right. just for you. That's just a special podcast buddy for you, is that alarm. You can have that. Um, we've got Joel. Hi, uh, I don't have anything special going on around here. I'm just here. You don't have a you don't have a bit prepared? No, I well I, no, and no bits were like kind enough to present themselves to me, so Okay, I'm good. Little, I mean, I'm feeling a little lost here. I didn't have a bit. Like I just genuinely had a car alarm going off outside. Oh, that's fine. Uh, and joining us again, we've got our buddy Fletcher. My name's Fletcher, and plot twist, I'm your best nightmare. Oh, God. This fucking episode. I'm I'm excited to talk about it, uh, but before we do that, we have a return of an old segment. Um, I, thought I thought we couldn't bring back segments. I thought we had to create new ones only. Well, this segment didn't... I Have didn't you kill it. Have brought back more fat newsable while I was gone? Yeah. No, 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 more no, 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 no. Fat newsable. More, no. more fat newsable. 
<laughs> no, I Actually, haven't. I did not. He knows what the people wants. M- Mike tried he to bring it back people. once. Yeah, he is the people. We're not bringing back gold. What did I call the Goldar one? The golden, golden hour. hour. The golden hour. Yeah, yeah. We're not bringing that back either. What we are doing is bringing back gonna, actor gonna, spotlights. I was, was going to say, are we going to do the Scorpina section? I don't know. But, man, you really should have had something if you were going to. We already had a spotlight thing that we can never, ever bring up again. Yeah. Also, I mean, the so, actor spotlights was just part of More Fact Newsable before you made it about movie news every fucking week. <laughs> I almost talked about movie news this week because you were coming back, but I'm not. I'm what not movie going news to. could there possibly be? Uh, see, you fucked up and you asked. So the DVD will be out uh, <laughs> June 13th. Shit. Uh, and uh, it will be, it will include, according to the director, Dean Israelite, 15 to 20 cut scenes, Who which is cares? crazy. Give, give, that, give me all of them. It was more of it. Yeah, it's just there's some deleted content it that'll be out there. Did. For it did. It was to both watch. too long and too rushed. <laughs> I am ready for all of all of the deleted scenes. We removed 30 minutes and added 20. I would be sold. <laughs> <laughs> so so sorry, you you I, fucked I up. See, I want to see just scenes swapped out of the Power Rangers movie until it just becomes a whole ship of Theseus situation. Like there's a none of the original movie. left, but it's still all somehow Power Rangers. Yeah. That's kind of um, what the original show was though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, okay. No, so that's not spotlight. what we're doing. What we're doing is we're going to talk about the actors because we have three new rangers to talk about and they've been on the show before but they haven't been rangers officially until now. So we're going to talk so about uh what we yeah? should I I'm, I'm just realizing now we missed an opportunity to do an actor spotlight on um Jason uh fuck. Um, you got it. Tommy. Yeah. That Didn't dude. we do one for Did we not do one for him? No, when he came back as the White Ranger. Because he's a different ranger. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not doing that. Okay. So Johnny Young Bosch, who plays Adam, that's our first one. Uh, we're doing that this week because he is kind of the uh, focus of this episode. Yeah, this is, and- a, this is an Adam spotlight. We're not going to get our first Rocky spotlight for two more episodes. And we don't get our first Aisha spotlight for two more after that. It's a little wild. Yeah, so we'll probably just do Aisha next week. But in any case, so uh, you may be familiar with Johnny Young Bosch, uh, as we've mentioned before. At the very he, least, you may have heard him. Yeah, Not of him, um, but him. He does a he does a bunch of voice acting, specifically for anime. Um, but before that, he was born in Kansas, Missouri, uh, and he is he is Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Yes, he was not born in Kansas, Missouri. Good That's catch. Two Thank you, states. Fletcher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, he he uh, he's half Korean. His dad met his mom when he was stationed in South Korea. Um, he actually basically got into acting because of his martial arts. He took kung fu classes when he was little, and eventually uh, tried out for Power Rangers, and that was his first role was as yeah. Adam. I mean, so what you're I, saying is he was a, a cast member on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Well, yeah. yes. If you're an aspiring young martial artist who wants to get into acting, Power Rangers was kind of your your sure. Yeah, yeah, that that's fair. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, so he uh, started on Power Rangers. After that, um, he did a couple like guest spots on TV shows and stuff like that. I've looked but at his like. I've looked at his Wikipedia entry, and there's not a lot between Power Rangers and 
other Power Rangers guest appearances for a long no, time. No, he mm-hmm. he um he basically took kind of a little bit of a break. Um also apparently the his Wikipedia now, page says now, that he is Now is that take a break as in I chose to not act for a while or take a break as in um, nobody's giving me parts. That I don't know. I do know that Wikipedia says that his best friend on set was Jason Narvi, which I kind of love. So that's kind of I awesome. I bet you Jason Narvi was a cool dude to hang out with. Uh, yeah, that seems like that would have been fun. Um, but yeah, so the, after that, let's see. So he, he was in Power Rangers until Turbo, uh, or no, until In Space. Well, he was a regular until Turbo and then came back for one episode um, in in space. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So so until 97, he was a regular on the show. Then he was off for a couple years. He did uh, a minor role in Akira, in the Akira dub in 2001. And then his first big role after that was Vash the Stampede in Trigun. Hell yeah. Um. And that's probably still what most people would know him from in terms of anime. He's probably. done a lot, though. Um, what? Sorry, like there are, I was saying probably. Um, so he's also been, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pronounce both shows and characters incorrectly. So I, mean, I that's apologize. Point. Like- uh, Ichigo in Bleach, uh, Sasori and Naruto. Um, Renton in Eureka 7. Uh, I'm trying to th- look, scan through Yeah, I'm here. sure nobody remembers remembers hearing him in Naruto. Like, nobody's watched that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Everyone remembers he, he, Vash the Stampede way more than a Naruto character. Yeah, he played both uh, the hero and the villain in Persona 4. Right. Uh, which I'm not going to say the villain, because I actually got fussed at last time. But whatever. You should probably know it by now. That game is old, but whatever. It's fine. Um, and then let's see. So most recently he was actually, he is actually Artemis the cat in Sailor Moon, uh, Crystal, which is very oh, really? funny to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty great. Um, oh, and he's a, he's a recurring character in the Dangan Ronpa, uh, games. So. I'm, I'm not a big, uh, anime watcher. That's one of the things to, that I like have on my list to try to kind of get into is watch, uh, more, uh, in particular overseas entertainment, but anime, especially now that I'm listening to you guys and y'all talk about it a lot, but mm-hmm. the seven-year-old in me is real excited to see that he played Brock in Pokemon Origins in 2013. That's oh, fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he, he also plays uh, cu- played Kung Jin in Mortal Kombat 10, which I know because I have a problem. So there he's, you go. Uh, we, he's also listed as uh, the voice of TK in Digimon Adventure Try, which I loved Digimon as a kid, and I saw some posters for that, and it looked great, and I haven't seen it. So that's awesome. That um, Joel, how is Pokemon? Her, uh, how is Digimon Try? Um, if you want to hear me answer that question for like forty minutes, <laughs> check out uh, AudioEntropy.com because we totally have that available. Okay, how does how does uh, I mean does Johnny the word Digimon do is in the title, TK? so it's bad. <laughs> And if you want to hear Luke talk about it, um, we've got an episode oh. for that, too. Oh, yeah. Luke, Luke, I'm with you on the Morphin Grid. I'm against you on Digimon. Hey, you know, <laughs> no one's perfect. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's I-, I will say, at least kind of doubling right? back to him being Vash the Stampede, like, there there aren't a lot of anime series that are known for the quality of their dub, but I would say that that's one of them. It's a pretty good dub, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah not I, a very good show, but it's a pretty good dub. I think that's fair to say. That, how do you that, how that, do you gauge like a good dub of a bad show? Like, uh, it's well acted. Some... Like, there's a lot of energy in the dub, and it's just kind of like it. It doesn't feel like they're reading awkwardly translated lines off a page. Like they, the, they, the worst. Yeah, the worst dubs sound like people are like seeing their lines for the first time when they're reading them. And to be right. clear, that's... I love that show. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so that's pretty, like, yeah, he's had a pretty prolific career after this, which is f- fairly unusual in Power Rangers. I mean, it is, uh, he's a working voice actor, which is cool. And also, he's been back on Power Rangers multiple times uh, for different things. So th- he seems like because he's always- Because he's a working voice actor. Well, or because he, you know, enjoyed his time on Power Rangers. Right, but I'm knows? just saying, like, he'll, probably, he'll probably take any gig he's offered. Yeah, that, that I mean, they they do a lot of jobs. So, uh, so yeah, that's that is it something for... we've we've discovered. Do, uh, looking stuff up for IMDb lists for like bonus episodes and stuff is once someone becomes a voice actor, their IMDb list becomes like just twenty thousand pages long almost immediately. Right, yeah. because they get paid a pittance for every job, so they need every job they can get. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they make like. I don't know how that's structured, really. Well, like, I mean, if it, it's it, it per... happens either way. If they're if they're a major voice actor, they're going to get a lot of work. Uh, so, but if they're a minor voice actor, they'll just take whatever work that they can get. So it's no matter what level of sort of voice acting celebrity they're at, they're going to just have a million jobs. Right. And, and speaking of uh, Johnny Young Bosch liking being on Power Rangers, we're assuming because he's returned a couple times. He's also involved in the Order, which. I haven't yeah. kept up on, so I don't know if that's actually out yet. Uh, it's not. I mean, we, it haven't, we haven't talked about that since, like, basically since that Indiegogo campaign or whatever. There it was hasn't happened. been much update, to be honest. Yeah. I, I've looked a little bit, but I mean, it's an amateur film project. It's probably going to take a long time to develop. And also, it, it has like fifty different fucking people involved. Yeah. So, so, so for anybody uh, who might have forgotten, because we talked about the order ages and ages and ages ago. It is uh it is an actual it's an action movie about like about like a paramilitary thing or something like that um starring a bunch of former Power Rangers actors like just just a cornucopia of former Power Rangers actors. Hey, can Basically you think of the a Power entire Rangers actor? cast of They're Mighty in Morphin. It. <laughs> yeah, almost yeah. all of them, yeah. yeah. The the guy who was the kid who played Justin is in there. So. <laughs> uh speaking of voice actors, I do I need to mention this because I just found out uh, there is a character, um, Barbara Goodson, aka Rita Repulsa, plays a character in Persona 5 that we haven't met yet, Joel. But I looked up a picture of the character and they have, it's a girl who's wearing a baseball cat that says, Get Smoked. And she yeah, has a track I've, jacket that says noobs on it. So I I'm very excited. That cap, yeah, it's kind of hard to miss <laughs> the internet these days. Please tell so, me there's fan art of Rita Repulsa dressed as that character. I, I didn't find it. There's about to be. Yeah, yeah, please, I will please say tell that me is, you're making that. That is not a girl. That is a little boy. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Like an eight-year-old I, boy. I misread it. Okay, gotcha. Zach cool. is really well, bad at identifying Is that boys Is that a Bandora's son, son then? There we yes, go. exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I will freely admit, uh, if you've been list- watching our Persona 5 um, playthrough, me and Joel's, which, like, you sh- she's pretty fun. Uh, I don't watch a ton of anime, and I misread a lot of things or don't notice things because I'm not used to, like, some of the visual style and tropes of the right. genre. 
So, like, my bad. I fully apologize for screwing some of that stuff up. These days, I am going to get in there, and I'm just going to make fun of how dumb you are the whole time. I mean, yeah, that's fine. So you'll record an episode of Teenagers with Attitude. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's basically what we do every week. Please come come be the uh, Morgana to Zach's Ryuji. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So let's, with that, let's go ahead and get this started. Um, This is season two, episode. Get it started. Okay. Um, Really? Go ahead. Yeah. God, why'd I come back? (laughs) (laughs) How were you continually surprised by how just fucking. What just stupid, outdated references I'll throw out. I, for I guess I'm I glad just, you... I, I, I'm, it's not that I'm disappointed, it's that I always hope that you'll be better. Why would I'm just, you... No. That's not <laughs> I'm just glad that you used How the radio you know edit. Me? That's all. You uh, know, I, but... I try to have faith. <laughs> so let's well, go ahead and get mistake. started. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is episode 29 <laughs> of season two. Goldar's Vice Versa. Woohoo! And, um, Which can I... we first... Talk about the fact that why is Goldar's name in this yeah, title? Yeah, I was just like, going to say, Goldar barely matters in this episode. I was excited because I thought Goldar would be like the one with the plan in this episode, and that's not what happens. Um, I guess but, they didn't want to spoil the sick reveal. So, can we, can so we talk we a open... bit about um, the new credits? I mean, there's not much sure. to say, but it's worth noting. Um, I uh, yeah, actually, I did want to mention that they use a horrible scene of the new Rangers in a car that made me laugh. Yeah. Oh, the last that's, one that's <laughs> with the pulling out before is uh because they didn't change the audio from the old uh version of the credits. That scene with them pulling up in the car used to be a scene of Saba shooting lasers from his eyes. So it's a jeep pulling to a stop while laser sounds happen. <laughs> yeah, <Right. it's> so <laughs> good. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. What's like great that is that part. is uh, the way some of the actors are credited, like uh, like how in the first season Jason David Frank was just credited as Jason Frank. In these credits, uh, John Young Bosch is just credited as John Bosch. Uh, Steve Cardenas is Stephen Cardenas. Uh, Karen Ashley, who plays Aisha, is just credited normally though, but their names yeah. are the, uh, the the two the two guy new Rangers. Uh, their names are not what we're used to, and they will be until the wedding, apparently. Yeah. So we uh we open on Adam and Rocky sparring just like Zach and Jason used to yeah, do. Yeah, basically. They, yeah, they, we open we open with the show trying to go. Okay, okay, okay. I know you have to buy that we have new actors now, but don't worry, they're exactly like the ones you remember. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Keep down, watching, kids. Down to the fact that Rocky is just wearing some of Jason's pants. Oh, yeah. By the way. Oh, Unless yeah, no, those you, are when you inherit the mantle of Red Ranger, you inherit everything that goes along with it. <laughs> Sorry, who's who's Jason? Uh, J- oh, you remember the old Red Ranger? There was a different guy. No, remember? it's it's just it's what are you talking about? There's just been the one Red Ranger. No, okay, so yeah, right. okay. No, Luke, Luke's right. Yeah, Luke's right. So it's literally just cut and replaced, though. It's a little <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's there's only ever been one actor that plays the Red Ranger and one character. Like I, I mean, yeah, like and I mean, like always, the the Red Ranger is doing high kicks. Yeah, the Black Ranger is doing like kind of flips and shit. No, and but there's remem- really bad remember continuity the- between the cuts of the fight. But guys, remember the Black Ranger used to do hip hop keto. Remember what the it- fuck is that? No, that sounds was, dumb yeah. and made up. He was a, he was a that hip hop racist man. actually. Like a little what are you bit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when you say Black Ranger, what are you saying exactly? <laughs> I fucking hate all of you so much. <laughs> okay, so... We've listen. always been at war with Lord Zed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Rita who? Yeah, so... 
They they finish sparring and Billy walks up and they're like, "Hey, Billy, you missed." I do want to say, like, once again, there's just a crowd watching them. Well, right? that's like, that's answer because uh, I think it's Rocky's like, hey, you missed the demonstration. And I don't know what they're demonstrating, but at least so, there's a reason that is well, given for I, people being around there. I think you're prescribing more significance to that than there is. I think by the, you missed the demonstration, he means, so we started, like, sparring and a crowd gathered around <laughs> and you yeah. crowds just kind of watching people do karate is a, a recurring theme in this episode and indeed the show as a whole i will just say if it were the rangers we forgot the names of already that would be a good idea but we don't know how much these two love karate so i'm gonna go with well they with were made we're power the rangers so i'm pretty sure a lot <laughs> <laughs> so they okay. are ninjas so yeah that's true also they won a ninja competition for being a best ninja so um at this point, Billy walks in and they're like, hey, you missed a demonstration. Billy's like, well, sorry, but I was talking to the vice versa dance committee, vice no, versa he, dance committee. He organized this thing. So it, for anyone who's not familiar, a vice versa dance is when. Wait, is this a are, real thing? No, no hold it's, on a second. It's, it's, for those unfamiliar with a vice versa dance, it's not a real thing. It's called a Sadie Hawkins dance. I, I was about to say that yeah. same thing, Luke. It's just a different. I was wondering if Sadie Hawkins was like a trademark term. And they couldn't get to, get to <laughs> yeah, you, Sadie so they Hawkins made up is one. the Susan Komen of dances. <laughs> Everyone knows a few facts about 90s TV. You can't sing Happy Birthday. You can't say Sadie Hawkins. <laughs> but whatever it is, the point is, is that the girls are supposed to ask the guys to the dance, which just made me think, of course, Billy would organize this shit. Because <laughs> right, he, he is the ultimate lady. Because man. women are inexplicably attracted to Billy, right. which is fine. And it's all that. It's all the blue overalls asking them out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I I just like I had actually forgotten Sadie Hawkins dances existed, and do that does that still happen? Like, I, I'm or, sure it does. It, it shouldn't, but I'm sure it my, does. I will say my high school never had one, and I live in a pretty big metropolis area, so they might just be a thing of the. Past. I was going to give it yeah. a time frame, but I don't know what time it, frame maybe like I would era. like to believe we live in a world that's moved past the idea of assigned gender roles for asking out dan- people at dances, but I know well, we don't. Well, in any case, I definitely remember now every fucking high school like um, sitcom, Saved yeah. by the Bell, all those, all definitely a had a Sadie Hawkins dance episode. Yeah. So like fucking I, re- I remember that one. now that... <laughs> yeah, I, mem- I remember not now that we're talking about it. So yeah, it's just a dance where the girls are supposed to ask the guys, uh, which Rocky, a surprise. which which Rocky says, it's about time the girls had to ask the guys <laughs> out. And I was like, what the fuck kind of attitude is that? Like, guys, okay. is, is Adam a men's rights activist? <laughs> no, no, it's Rocky. It's Rocky's that. a men's rights yeah. activist. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Well, I mean, red Red Ranger, Red Pill makes sense. So Jesus. So Rocky says, like, yeah, this this lady who you've never heard of and will never see asked me out, and I can't believe yeah. it. She's I so hot. I think she's from Canada. It's uh, it's just she lives Peterson. in Vancouver. Yeah, you never exactly. see her. Yeah. Um. And Adam's like, I don't think I'm gonna go because nobody invited me out. <laughs> and then <laughs> Billy tries to comfort her by saying, "Well, it's okay, Adam. Like, lots of people don't have dates yet. I don't have a date yet." <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the universe, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Laura, that character we saw once, who would obviously never come back again for any reason, just walks out. Is like, "Hey, Billy, 
let's do this. And Wait, is this the same back character? Into existence because of the dramatic irony Billy had set up. Yeah, it is. I went she back and checked. She gets a musical cue on the organ when she shows up for this right. character who's showing up for her second and final appearance. Fletcher, Dude. I went back and checked. It's the same actress with the same name as the last time. It was the magnetism episode. I mean, right. to be fair, Zach, that could just be a coincidence. Uh, it, well, <laughs> I mean. I really want it to be a coincidence because <laughs> that would be amazing. I just had, happened to still have her around and was like, hey, can you play a bit part? Uh, we'll name you like Laura or something. I don't know. That's good. <laughs> they, and then they quickly, they quickly walked away and she couldn't, she didn't have the time to say, but I've already been a Laura. <laughs> what if they intended for her to be a recurring character? What if she was to be season two's Angela and then that just fell through for whatever reason? What was the yeah, name I mean, of the... Uh... Well, it took 29 episodes to get here. Yeah. Early on, there was like one... Uh, girl's name that like every time there was like a female extra in an episode it was this name yeah they definitely reused a name i can't remember what it was now but is it melissa melissa yeah yeah. there were multiple melissas i was really hoping it was laura (laughs) (laughs) no unfortunately so so yeah billy tries to comfort adam and then she laura comes up and asks him out and you see adam's face just go like (laughs) God damn it. <laughs> well, it's funny because she comes up and Bill and she goes, can I talk to you for a minute? And Billy's like, sure. He's like, I don't think I know what's going on. And Rocky and Adam are definitely like, hey, he's going to get a date. Yeah. Yeah, it was and then, literally everyone but Billy. Now, then we cut over to what's easily the best part of this episode, which is the Balkan Skull plot. Because yes. Bulk and Skull are sitting there eating one of Ernie's patented giant fucking balls of popcorn. <laughs> no, that's, no, they that's way underselling what is on this table. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess that's true. There's also like three entire buckets of cookies. You know, those, you know those restaurants that have the gimmick order or whatever? You can order one of everything on the menu and it like takes yeah. three tables. This is I'm bad. starting to wonder if Balk and Skull eat by going over to the family double dare soundstage <laughs> that's next door and just taking all of their fake food back with them. <laughs> like, yeah. so like, what it looks like the... is, oh, sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, what it looks like is Bulk and Skull are also on the party planning committee, and they were in charge of desserts, and instead of waiting for the dance, they decided to have their dinner <laughs> yeah. be dessert well, right see, they now. they have to sample everything to know that it's good before they <laughs> right. like, approve right. the party. And this is yeah, not exactly. the last time, the first time they've had just a giant tables full of food that they were No, no but, but usually is, it's like a this sandwich. This is special, though, because yeah. this is a novelty bowl full of popcorn, two novelty bowls full of what cookies. looks to be tortilla chips. Oh, I thought there uh, were cookies. Okay, sure. Well, there's there's well, also there cookies. cookies. I was about to say, there's two plates of what look to just be chocolate chip cookies, uh, a plate of what could be different cookies or donuts, it's hard to tell, and then another plate of what's definitely donuts, and then a <laughs> cup that is full of, I think was supposed to be some kind of dessert drink but or a milkshake, but it just looks like it's full of soap suds. Yeah. Like, oh, whipped cream. <laughs> that does not so, look like whipped cream. That looks like the this nasty ass like expired whipped cream. If it's whipped cream, so these two dudes are like, man, this whole dance thing is so lame. Who would want a girl to ask them out? That's crazy and gross. And because Bulk already has all these delights in front of him, his cake magic is no good. So it transfers into women appearing magic. <laughs> yeah, apparently, because okay. Oh, God. So I have to talk about this real quick. 
There are two characters in this episode that are female versions of Bulk and Skull. Right. They don't have character names. I looked everywhere. What are we going to call these two ladies? Uh, hmm. Bulk Arena and No, definitely not that. (laughs) I mean, I don't feel like Bulk and Skull are particularly gendered names. Okay, fine. They're Bulk and Skull. There. That's not going to get confusing. (laughs) The sensational she-Bulk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, just Spulk, uh, for short. Spulk and Skull. Skull. Okay. But it's, a, it's a shame we couldn't find any any information on like the, these actresses or anything like that because they do a really good job. I really looked. Like I tried. Uh, yeah. Also, I heard you, Joel. Skull Girl is excellent. That's well done. Um. So yeah, Spulk and Skull Girl walk in and okay. We've had tons of one-off character appearances. That happens all the time in this show. It's not that weird. This is like we're witnessing like one uh, incident of what should be a recurring thing. Right. It's like and this it's, is a this is a gag that just happens to have been cut from like twenty other episodes previous. Because yeah. they see these girls and they're like, "Oh fuck, it's them! Let's get out of here!" And I'm like, "Wait, what's happening? Who are these people? How do you know them? Why are you running away from uh, them?" So uh, this quick- so this whole thing is clearly a metaphor because the female bulk analog is uh after skull and vice versa therefore right yes. ladies represent their latent interest in one another that they are trying <laughs> to hide from that's fletcher. where they got the title from oh gotcha fletcher did you have anything yeah, uh, just kind of to your point zach about how this feels like it shouldn't really be a one-off um quick peek behind the curtain here i guess i specifically uh, reached out to you zach to be on this episode because um, this is the f- my this episode is my first memory of Power Rangers as a whole. I had this VHS and I watched it over and over and over again. Nice. And I remember even as a kid, I kind of realized, okay, these two are just in this episode because they need to be here to basically be um, what are chasing Bulk and Skull around. Like I kind of understood that as a kid, and so it's always made sense to me. So it's interesting to hear you say that you think that it might have been set up in order for them to come in later, which I think would be a great idea. It's just um, so weird just, that, like... The way it's presented feels like it's a thing with history or something. Yeah, because they, yeah. Balkan also, Skull don't say, like, wait, who are they? Or, like, oh, it's those new girls. Yeah, like, like, there's nothing like that. Set up the, it doesn't even explain to the audience what's going on here. Like, this show yeah. normally doesn't do the greatest job of that, but you'd expect there'd be some sort of exposition of just, like, well, Bulk saying, oh, God, these girls... These girls are awful, and they want us, you know. Yeah, like, Man, that, back in like episode two when they had a gang. Yes, they did have a gang. That <laughs> and that one did time. Have, there was a girl that in there that seemed episode. like she was Bulk's girlfriend. But but by the way, since we didn't actually describe them, they literally just think of women versions of Bulk and Skull. Like yeah. they they clearly went out and tried to find lady doppelgangers for these characters and they dress them appropriately as well. Lady Skull has very very blonde hair and Lady Bulk has very very dark lips and that's basically it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) These are some fucking fantastic looks though. I'm sorry. Yeah, they look great. Like, I I really love it. It's awesome. The spiky... I think think the reason this feels weird to us is that we are so used to one-shot characters 
being terrible actors. Oh, oh yeah, they're being, also imitating like, the mannerisms. Always, like, almost universally, yeah. like if there's a one-shot actor, they're the worst part of the episode they're in. These ladies are fucking great. Yeah, and, and they're imitating, especially Skullgirl, is very much acting like how Skull acts. Like, it's, 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 they do a really good job. I'm psyched yeah. about it. Uh, but also but, kind of feeding into the vice versa angle, the Skullgirl is, seems to be the one in charge of the duo, which is kind of fun. But it, you, you immediately get a sense of just how much Bulk and Skull want nothing to do with these ladies because they leave behind all this food. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. okay. So our headcanon okay why do you think in the canon of the show they are running away from these women because i genuinely don't so, actually oh, because know they're scared what they're of the girls right, right. <laughs> well, also zach there's something you need to understand about society uh traits that are considered endearing in a man are often considered oh, I unwelcome see. in a woman. So also, they're punk girls. Also, I patriarchy. Could, also, I could like legitimately see what they're going for is a these women. You you don't want to date someone who's too like your friends. Which yeah, is, which okay. is crazy. Like, these girls like but, ve- quite literally treat Bulk and Skull the way Bulk and Skull have treated basically any woman they've come across. Right. <laughs> to, like that said, I was watching this and I was like. I mean, it's because they're gay. Right, like, it's because yeah. they're gay. They're like, absolutely. What, it, yes. <laughs> what else could possibly be I, happening? <laughs> the I, I think uh, another in-canon explanation is, as we've established before, this is, while it is a high school, it's actually an elementary school. And as Luke alluded to, oh. the girls they've got That's cooties. true, yeah. So yeah. Get, get away. Uh, yeah, they got the cooties. Yeah, sure. We'll never so, find the Power Rangers if we get cooties. <laughs> so, uh... Billy comes back and he says, like, hey, Laura asked me out. And then Who Adam's like, coming? Adam's like, even Bulk and Skull are going to get dates. If those, girls, if those girls catch them is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which implies that if you are asked, that's like, you can't refuse. Uh, wait, like, wait, wait. It's, right. wait, wait, wait. Uh, before Billy comes up, there's that shot of Bulk and Skull running away and then the two girls chasing them and then. Um, Shibolk stops to grab, uh, I believe, a donut and then yes. continues chasing yes. after them. Yeah, what you didn't pr- see in the previous scene was the uh, the shot collars that they were holding that they were going to clamp around them. <laughs> to them. Well, I so, would actually picture that uh, the Lady Bulk and Skull would just straight up like caveman just fucking knock them out yes, of the head drag and them drag them away by their hair. Yeah. Drag them by their hair, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, I kind of flip between... Adam is being a real shitty weenie in this episode, but also I empathize with him entirely. So oh no, dude, I'm really I have a hard time uh, processing those feelings. Well, yeah, here's the I'm- thing. At least, at least initially, uh, okay. Initially, I was kind of hard on Adam because again, I thought he was the one who said, "Oh, finally, the girls have to ask us line." When apparently that was Rocky. My bad. Um, but d- something does happen later that uh, that I feel like does kind of remove my ability to feel sorry for Adam in this episode, and we'll get mm. to it. Um, so I, I also feel for Adam because I'm with him when every I'm not with him when he's like, oh, everyone's got a date. But when he goes, even Bulk and Skull are going to have dates. Yeah, sorry, buddy. I feel for you. I mean, yeah, in terms of like the whole school ridicules them constantly. So I get that he would be like, oh, man, I, mean, it, I, I empathize with it sucks feeling like you're being left out of a social like, right. event, especially in high school. Um, 
So at this point, uh, Aisha comes up to Adam well, in no, uh, at this point. At this point, we cut oh, to the moon. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I missed a, ske- uh, a step. Yes, Zed is like, oh, poor little Black Ranger. No date for the dance. Zed is not <laughs> what okay. he says at all. What he says is, if anybody <laughs> asks him out, my plans will be ruined. No, no, that's that's later. That's yeah, okay. later. Oh, right did now he actually set it up? Okay, I missed that part. Yeah, I thought yeah, it just yeah, immediately says, went to yeah, He actually says in the okay. scene, don't worry, Black Ranger, I've got the perfect girl for you. Okay, yeah, I missed yeah. that and, scene. I thought yeah, it just immediately Zed, cut Zed's to him. Zed's big plan in this episode is to play matchmaker. He's like, right. he's... You know, right. he's tried the evil thing and he's not very good at it. So he's going to try something else for a change. We all know of the failed Vulcan Skull series, but what we don't know about is the failed Lord Zed series, Lord Zed's Matchmaker. <laughs> oh, God, I would watch that I'm, so now much. Now I'm just imagining the Bachelor, but instead of the Bachelor Mansion, it's Lord Zed's Castle. Oh, oh it's Bachelor number one. Or Bachelor Zed. number two. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Chris. Instead of Chris Harrison, it's Lord Zed. <laughs> oh, man. Finster can be the guy who does the rings. What's his name? <laughs> well, he can make oh. the flowers. Yeah. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find <laughs> okay. me a fine. Catch me a catch. Instead of match, okay. well, instead of matchmaker, it'd be a matchomatic, wouldn't it? <laughs> so, okay. We cut to, um,. Aisha telling Adam, hey, there's this girl that I think that's going to ask you out. Uh, go or go talk to her after school at volleyball practice, and she's going to ask you out. And he's like, okay, cool, great. Um, then we cut to Balkan Skull, and you know how sometimes, every once in a while, there's an on-purpose joke that works in this show? Yes, there's a yes. good one in this scene. There's a good one here. A, because yeah. Also, Skull is wearing an eye patch for no locker. reason. Yeah. It's like Soul a steampunk looks, eye patch too. Go ahead, Fletcher. Soul Walker looks very Shakespearean. There's like yes. a soul in there that I picture he just kind of stares at and ponders between classes. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. also a trophy of some sort. What kind of trophy does Skull have, and how did he get it? Yeah, the, he stole it. He also, beat somebody he's up finally, for it. Uh, you know, we've we've asked before. Wait a second. Which side of the Civil War is Skull repping? He's wearing a Confederate jacket and Union pants now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, here's um, the thing. Skull thinks the Civil War era is really neat. He hasn't studied anything about it. He knows nothing about what's going on. He just likes he, the aesthetic. He believes diversity is an old, old wooden ship. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. He um he. It's, uh, Bulk oh, comes yeah, up and yeah, he's like, "States rights. That sounds right. That sounds like it was about right." Oh God! <laughs> Bulk walks up and he's like, "Hey, I've been looking for you everywhere. Look at this note I had in my locker." And uh, Skull reads it and okay, it says, let's, let's, "No, no, no! Let's, you missed the joke." No, no, Bulk, I didn't no, miss the joke. Yet. He's setting it yeah, up. Bulk walks up. No, no. Bulk, he's, Bulk walks up and he says, "I've been looking for you everywhere." And Skull says, "Wow, Bulk, why are you out of breath?" And Bulk says, "I said I was looking for you." Never mind. Here's the note. Oh, that's not the joke I like. The, what I like oh, is that he, I liked. he says, he says, um, oh, oh okay. Just so to, it just says, point out the envelope is sealed with a heart. Right. And he says, uh, meet us after school and we'll give you what we're looking, what you're looking for is what the note says. And, uh, bulk says, do you know what this means? And skull says, yeah, somebody knows the combination know. to your locker, <laughs> which I That's love. A really good joke. Yeah, that made me laugh really hard. I like that's actually well constructed. Um, 
And so then he... Volk is again assuming, because that's all he does in this season, he assumes that this means that someone's about to tell him the secret of the Power Rangers. Right. Which is why I point and out they agree the to meet heart, up after school. Which is why I point out the heart seal on the envelope. Because, yeah, that makes right. sense. That makes sense, Bulk. Good thing. Well, it, it's either a red or a pink heart, and there is a red and or pink ranger. <laughs> that's true. So then, uh, so, Bulk... But then- the skull runs into the his locker accidentally. <laughs> sure, right, right, because it's on his blind side. Well, no, he uh, he actually he actually does like grab the eye patch as he like. That's <laughs> why so he's like, oh, that was a dumb idea. Yeah, uh, apparently Zed was paying more attention than than we were because because like I, so Aisha I guess is just trying to hook Adam up with this random girl. Which, well, is she like, someone is that I... Aisha knows? He, he, she says she's my friend, uh, whoever, and you should go talk she's, to her. Yeah, she's like, I know she likes you. Like, right. So um, the implication is one of two things: either like this girl's been dishing with Aisha about Adam, or she went to this girl and was like, "Look, my buddy is feeling real down, and I know you don't have a date. Can you just help him out, please?" So I guarantee it was the latter. One. Well, I, I assume about... as much too. Here's the thing about that, though, like. We're going to see at the end of this episode that Aisha does not have a date to this thing. At some point, just be like, hey, Adam, I know you're kind of feeling bummed about this. You want to just go as friends? That was what I wanted to see happen, and it didn't, and I was kind of upset. And Aisha is taking Trini's spot, so she's being everyone's best friend, and that's totally something I could see Trini doing, is going to someone and be like, hey, this is not right. You You should be the one to fix it. Yeah, that's okay. true. Trini was on a quest to get Billy's dick wet, so I guess <laughs> right. this is just, Aisha's just doing it for Adam now. Uh, so, at this point... So, so Zed's like, no, if, if somebody else asks asks him out, my plan will be ruined. Goldar, stop him before he reaches her. <laughs> yeah, so he's looking at this girl from the top of a hill being a creeper, which is a little, a little weird. And then uh, romantic violin music plays. Also, <laughs> yeah. uh, this volleyball practice is just taking place somewhere in the middle of the Infinna Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, as far as the standing in the background being a creeper thing, Adam's outfit is not helping his case here. No. <laughs> oh, do you, do you mean the cut off black uh, <laughs> vest over a purple button-down shirt? Yeah, no, with not so black, much. With black jeans to go along a, with it. Let's He's point trying to out hide a, in the shadows. a short-sleeved button-down shirt. Yeah. And his belt buckle is enormous. <laughs> well, you can see say. this thing is that, from Is space. that not his morpher? Because it kind of looks like it's his morpher. You know what they say uh, about guys with big belt buckles? No, what? Heavy pants? Oh, I, I don't know. I was hoping you guys... <laughs> <laughs> you, you were setting me up and I didn't have anything. I liked heavy pants. That works. So, um, so yeah. the best putty entrance we've gotten in a while happens. I love this. It I might be love the these best, putties. It might be the best putty entrance ever, to be completely honest uh, I think you. the human there, pyramid collapsing couple- immediately is <laughs> That was really good, yeah. There are a couple ones that we'll get uh, later in this season that I've seen before, but this one is up there with one of the best ones. <laughs> well, so, first of all, they, they spawn in, which, which is basically what is happening, and right. they, like... Are doing a dance. They were dancing they, yeah. before they got teleported and are yeah. already in the process as they <laughs> They're appear. like crouched down, stomping their feet and spinning in a circle. Basically, what happened is Goldar was like, all right, putties, start dancing. They started dancing and then he teleported them. One of them is doing a move that I can only describe as an aerial worm. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like a fish out of water. That's yeah, when they look. So that's when they first come down, they're just all doing the same dance. But when you look 
cut back. One of them is literally, yeah, he looks like he's a dolphin, like, flipping out of the water. <laughs> he looks like he's getting, like, he looks like he's trying to pump himself up before, like, an intramural basketball game or something. By, like, <laughs> jumping up real high, bringing his, uh, bringing his, uh, the, the end of his legs to his butt or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the put, yeah so let's go the kill this ranger. My, yeah, that putty assumption- is, go ahead. My assumption is that the putties heard that this week's plan involved something to do with a dance, and they were just like, oh, dancing, got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that, that actually that makes sense. Is, that putty is just thinking, you can do this, you can do this. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, so, and then uh, Adam kills all of them in, like, I don't know, 15 seconds? Yeah, like, Adam can, uh, can hold his own. I know I wasn't too kind about them, uh, or the new rangers, because they always find themselves tied up, but Adam, uh, first time we've seen one of them individually fight, I think, our new rangers... Um, and Adam does a pretty damn good job here. Yeah, yeah. I, I. By the way, you missed an, the episode where Luke, where we kind of questioned your Z theory because one of them literally just took a soccer ball in in the Z and they exploded, like not even kicked particularly hard. Well, so. I mean that one just was like a lower level enemy. Like you know, sometimes like in MMORPGs, you'll have the same enemy, but this one's a level two version. This one's a so level it's eleven. Like, it's like an Earthbound, where when you're high enough level, you just have to run into the enemies and they immediately die. Yeah, we actually we actually got an email from a Michael who who said he really likes your theory uh, that they took take damage on the Z, but did point out to me. That in the miniseries where all the Power Rangers turn into children, they kill putties by throwing dodgeballs at them. <laughs> okay, so, well, right, because the putties are scaled to their level. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah, little little putties take one Z, but then as they grow up, they build kind of an immunity to it. Oh, and, I see. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, it's a whole evolution thing. So in this thing. fight. Uh, so, so in this fight, oh, hold on. Or he... the alternative possibility is that these are the same putties that keep getting put back together over and over, and just oh, every gotcha. time they're a little more susceptible. Right. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because at, at some point you're just basically the super glue is falling apart. Right. Yeah. Like it, yeah. at some point now, when they go into the break room and like bump their chest on the refrigerator on accident, <laughs> now they're just dead. And have to be reassembled. That is how that is how those toys that would fall apart when you like pulled a string or whatever worked. Like the right. more times you did right. that, the easier they fell apart. Fletcher, go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say it's like in the office where Dwight goes, "When I die, I will come. I will um, preserve my body, and then when I come back to life, I will come back stronger." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except that they come back weaker and weaker every single time. Yeah. So, so uh, I was gonna say during this fight, it's it. It seems like a lot of the putties are trying to go for Adam's chest. Like they, they <laughs> were told that like, hey, no matter what happens, getting hit in the chest is death. Don't let it happen. And they just assume it works both ways. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so they just try and hit Adam in the chest. And they're like, why well, isn't it working? Oh no. <laughs> so we cut back to high school. And okay. No. So, oh, wait, so wait, wait, first Adam, of all, he tries to go back to talk to the oh right to sorry, the girl, yeah. and in the fifteen seconds that he was fighting putties, they all disappeared. Well, this is one of the first times that putties happen and someone near is actually kind of scared, so she runs away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, sure. I, I, I prefer to think of it as, like, just this volleyball practice ended and they just fucking left. Yeah. They didn't even care that this <laughs> Yeah, I don't know happening. that they knew the putties were there. <laughs> right. Um, I will say, listen, again, Adam's being kind of a mope, but if you... If she's not going to make any effort to, like, approach so, you at all, then maybe you're right that she really isn't interested in right. asking you. So that's, well, what, that's did, what I was going to point out a little him, bit though? later as this plot continues is they keep 
putting the onus for all of this on Adam, saying, well, you know, you got to go talk to her so she can ask you out. And it's like, no. If the whole point is her asking somebody out, then she'll take the initiative to do that. Right. It's literally the opposite of what what they're saying is supposed to happen. And to, to Luke's point, later in the episode, we're not there yet, but later in the episode, Kimberly is going to comfort Adam and say, don't worry, the dance isn't for another three days. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he beats them all up. Uh, she's gone. We cut to high school and Bulk and Skull are peering out of a door and they're like, okay, they uh, they said we'd meet here after school. Oh, wait, it's those girls. Oh, no. And th- this is how dumb they're supposed to be. They still don't put it together. They, he still thinks that Bulk still thinks it's supposed to be somebody else, and like this just happened to coincide. Which well, on, well, granted, if you're on a one track mind as Bulk is, it's not super out of the question. Like if someone was like, "Hey, uh, meet me here, and I'll I'll give you a hamburger," and then someone shows up with a hot dog, it's, I'm not gonna. <laughs> it's gonna take me a while to be like. Wait, I thought there would be hamburgers. I guess a hot he, dog will suffice. He didn't, get, he didn't get a note that said I have a hamburger. He got a note that said, hey, I have food for you, and just assumed it was a hamburger. <laughs> now, when the hot dog showed up, it's just like, what? No, there were are, supposed to be hamburgers. Are, Mike, hot dog you, is in the way. Mike, are you calling these two women hot dogs? I think <laughs> that's demeaning and unfair. Now, Fletcher, you've just introduced, uh, I think, the newest hot internet debate. We've yes. been talking for you know, years now, frankly, about whether a hot dog is a sandwich. Is a hot dog a hamburger? <laughs> oh my no. god. No, it's not. <laughs> or not a hamburger. Ladies and gentlemen, is, I would like a... to apologize and formally announce the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or, going off of Luke's, Luke's idea, is a hamburger a hot dog? Right. Well, okay, so it depends on where you're at, because I'm pretty sure in Australia, if it's on a hot dog bun, it's a hot dog, regardless of Oh, right. God. <laughs> we're, okay, we're moving on. So, uh, they- so Bulk and Skull just decide they're going to escape out the window. Bulk literally says, I would rather oh. never find out who the Power Rangers are than talk to two girls later. Well, I mean, a hot dog luck. is just like ground meat in a tube shape. Is Jesus that really- fucking Christ. <laughs> Everyone's always oh. asking, is a hot dog a sandwich? How about this? Is a sandwich a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so... Uh, if, if Bulk is, is a hamburger and Skull is a hot dog, then... <laughs> yes, go on. Yes. I didn't ha- I didn't have an end to that. <laughs> I mean, I, those, those are two things that go very well together. If, I'll just say that. Let me ask you this. If you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? That's my question to you. <laughs> Uh, so at this point we cut down to man, we haven't even gotten to the plot of this episode. I so just realized. I really, I really like that the like cut here is Kimberly going. Yeah, let Lord Zed's timing is just the worst. Like this has been her life for a year and a half of right. Just my personal yeah. life getting screwed over by stupid assholes on the moon. Like, you know, she's she's gotten targeted a lot less by Zed than she did by uh, Rita. Just yeah, saying, very true. Right, but like she can commiserate, right? Like. Yeah, yeah, some asshole is interfering with the you know, my day to day life. Yeah, so, and go, going back to how this is one of the my first introductions to the show, I thought that um, that Rocky, Adam, and Aisha had all been kind of established by now. I had no idea really until I started watching along with the podcast that this is the first episode where they are actually Rangers. Yeah, they um, they so. we mentioned this before, but they literally act like these. I mean, and they did set it up at least that they were friends. But everyone is acting like these people have been here 
the yeah. whole time. And, I, I mean, mean, they have granted, been. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> granted, who's to say that we didn't see other incidents happen between the second sure. part of the power transfer in here, but to the viewer, this is the first time that they're actually the full-time Rangers, and hey, they already know how to work their Zords and work everything. So, Right. Fletcher? Fletcher? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, you, you, you say, who's to say that there have been no <laughs> plots that we didn't see between these episodes? Me. I will be the right. first. The, I will we, be the first to admit. Nothing happens in the show that we don't see. Flat out. I, I will be the first to admit that this show is too nostalgic for me to not give them the benefit of the doubt. So <laughs> yeah. I will sit here and make excuses all day. That's okay. So next, what happens is uh, there's something going on in the Jim and Juice Bar. Right. And everybody goes over to look at it. Demonstration. <laughs> And so you know how a, you know how there's a lot of uh, speculation or desire for the uh, the f- Tommy in the second Power Ranger movie to be a female. I think we just found her. Yeah. So this girl is uh, there's a new girl, and she is doing a bunch of uh, karate. She's uh, literally kicking over her head. Yeah, yeah, she's doing a bunch and of kung fu high kicks. Basically, um, her name her name is Sabrina. Which is apparently her actress's name, which near as I can tell just happens a lot on this show. Right? Yeah. Um, and so this lady, spoilers, sorry, for about two minutes from now, is gonna turn out to be Scorpina in disguise. What? Um and sorry, I didn't I didn't mean to spoil it for you. Uh, and something interesting on on Ranger Wiki is that apparently they meant they wanted to bring back uh, Scorpina as a recurring villain, but after this episode, they couldn't get this actress back, which is very funny to me because it means they're willing to recast Scorpina once, but not twice. <laughs> like, no, that's too crazy. Um, because again, Scorpina stopped showing up because she, you could see her face, so they couldn't just put different actors in the suits like they could with you know, Babu and squat. Right. right. Well, um, so it would make it really hard to reuse the moon footage if she was there and had a face because like, that's part of what makes it so they can keep reusing. Well, you know, Zed's tantrums is right. his mouth doesn't move. Goldar's mouth barely moves. Squad and Babu's mouths don't move. Well, right. if you're I only mean, using Babu, theoretically, his mouth could move because that's just makeup, but it doesn't. If you're only using Scorpina in every three episodes or so, there's no way you can't shoot around that. If, yeah, if you, they you, knew ahead of time that this was going to be, in the plan. Right. They could make it work, but they, they couldn't get this lady back, and I guess they just said, fuck it, never mind. So anyway, <laughs> she um she comes up to Adam and she's like, Hey, I'm new in school. My name's Sabrina. Uh and I'm and a teenage Adam, witch. Yeah, and uh, yes, I'm I am the teenage witch, which she they do call her a witch later, which <laughs> well, made me she's laugh. She's a teenage uh, something, she... but and it rhymes with witch, but it's not witch. <laughs> Joel. A teenage yeah. witch? Okay, no, Luke. The the very first thing she witch? does here after Adam introduces himself Teen- is teenage shove witch? her bag in Aisha's face. Joseph Gordon Levitt. I yeah, cannot. That's not his name. <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing. What's what's aggravating is she's very rude to Aisha, but that's not the that's not the like annoying part because like she's secretly evil. Like I get that. What's, the annoying part is that she's really mean to Aisha, and I, Adam doesn't either doesn't notice or doesn't care. Yeah, right. It, she's not just mean to Aisha; she like refuses to look at her. It's a little over the top in terms yeah. of. Do you uh, think she knows they're both Rangers, or yeah, or her, she absolutely de- or her does. demands, or her demands from Zed? Hey. This guy's a ranger. He wants a date. Pretend to be his date, and then you'll capture him. It's possible that Zed didn't tell him her. I mean, 
uh, we've seen Rita not tell uh, her monsters what the Power Rangers look like before. Remember, we had that True. one. It's the one wearing uh, the blue. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, uh, what has what has uh, what has Scorpina been up to? How did, yeah. yeah, how did she get involved with this? Because she has no loyalty to Zed that we know of. Maybe well, she's she, loyal to Rita. Isn't she loyal to Zed by association or under the same leadership? Because Zed well, is Rita's boss. No, because she, she's not loyal to Rita. Like she was somebody Rita called up as like she a was friend, just a boulder covered in scorpions out on some yeah. alien planet, and Rita <laughs> well, was like, maybe, "Hey, you." Maybe up. she's maybe she's doing Goldar a favor. They had a fight. Yeah. She moved out for a little bit, and now t- time heals all wounds, guys. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was actually going to say, what if? What if Goldar asked Scorpina to give him one last chance? Like, or, look, baby, or, listen, or, listen, I'm going to try to defeat, help me try to defeat the Power Rangers one more time, all right? Just one more time. For old time's I sake, swear baby. I can do it this time. If we fail, I'm not going to bother you again. I promise, baby, I'm good. Or I'm good worse, for help me out. Zed was like, hey, Goldar, you need to find a woman for... Uh, for my plan, and Goldar was like, "Look, I only know one. And it's my accent's a bit. Okay, she's perfect. Do it." And he's like, "Oh, but, <laughs> but dude, it's gonna be awkward. I, only kn- I don't Boy, care. I- Just get her." I-, I don't remember. Was uh, Scorpina and Goldar's son ever in any of the stock footage? No, no, okay. they weren't. Uh, I was gonna yeah. say because I mean, Zed works Goldar really hard, and someone's got to watch that kid. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So um, I did. I did want to say. So we talked about this uh, in the Slack before we started recording. Uh, so, so I, I was pointing out that sort of Tommy's sort of old roles in the group of always feeling sorry for himself and always being treated like garbage. Yeah. Seem to have been split up and given to Adam and Aisha respectively. Right. Sure. See, when the Green Ranger then- died, three new people arose, <laughs> each with composite, com- like, parts of his personality. Right. Yeah, yeah. Simon Simon brought that up and said, and his awkwardness went to Rocky. Yeah. And so Simon and and folks, by the way, Simon's doing okay. He hasn't been here for a while, but he's good. He's fine. He'll be back. He's a dad. Don't he's worry, a busy but, dad. But, dad guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a dad. He's raising a child. Don't worry. Um. But he he's basically said like, yeah, like these are Tommy's fucking nobodies. His his <laughs> self doubt. Oh my went god. To his 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 punching bag went to Aisha, and his awkwardness went to Rocky. <laughs> And and what, what did what did he call the, their nobody name? Oh, like Molly 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 came, came through with uh, Zimat. Z- yeah, Zimat yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes that that makes sense, and you could almost make an argument that they are kind of manifestations of Tommy when you especially consider their ninja uh, apparatuses and just kind of be- suddenly becoming rangers right, and see, entering this friend group. Right. So see, they they showed up shortly after the White Rangers. So what if? Zordon and Alpha, in order to construct Tommy as the White Ranger and as the new leader, had to literally like separate off the parts of him that were preventing him from being a good leader. (laughs) Created these new beings to contain those essences. And then he made the three failure golems into Power Rangers because he's an idiot, I guess. Like, I don't follow that last part. He knew this the World kind Peace of Conference flow was off, uh, I, I forget exactly which recent episode it was, but we were talking about the fact that, like, people are kind of mean and inconsiderate to Aisha. Just, she hasn't been on the show long, but it's happened a lot. And, like, I'm worried that Tommy, this is going to continue wait, to be a thing. Wait, what if Tommy didn't acknowledge her because he can't fully grasp her presence since she is a part of his essence. <laughs> I'm really which, uncomfortable which, with people who aren't Luke making up really terrible headcanon. Joel, which part of uh, Tommy's personality did you say she was? Um, well, she's, she's the uh, part that is like disregarded by people and generally just not self-confident. 
Ah, of course. So do you think okay. that uh, Rocky, Adam, and Aisha are ghosts? <laughs> I mean, ghosts is the wrong word this... for it. They're spiritual manifestations of an ego. Uh-huh. So are there really four Tom? Are we are we watching Power Rangers Fight Club? <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Four Tommies. Yep. All right. So uh, at this point, uh, Sabrina is like, "Hey, what, you're supposed to be one of the best martial artists at school," which I found out somehow. I mean, to be fair, the uh, first rule of Power Rangers is you don't talk about being in the Power Rangers. <laughs> well, that's, that's fair. Good point. Um, the second rule sh- is don't spend too much time in the park; you'll be eaten by a giant worm. Right? Yes. So why the third, don't you show the third me some rule moves? Spend all your time at the juice bar. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and uh, also, folks, that giant worm canonically—that's what happened to Angela. Don't worry. I don't worry. <laughs> so, so okay. At this point, um, at this point, we pan over to Ernie polishing a napkin holder, and he yes. looks—he looks so sad. I think someone's—he's waiting for someone to ask him to the dance. Oh, he's waiting for his Aww. invitation. Ernie, yes, this, this man definitely wants to be asked to a high school dance. <laughs> Ernie is good in this episode. He has a letter for Balk and Skull, and he calls them over. Uh, and Skull and... just about trips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Running up the stairs. Now, let me uh, let me ask you guys a question, because what the letter says is, meet us at the, uh, meet us at the um, Jim and Juice Bar in youth the Youth yeah. Center in five minutes. How does that work <laughs> when it's a physical letter? <laughs> Because they, the <laughs> first well, they were they were there. Five minutes from when they were like, are those girls just camping out, waiting for Ernie to give them the signal that the letter has been delivered? <laughs> well, no, because they come in three seconds after they read the letter. Right. So, so they, they got impatient. Like Ernie made a couple clicks on the walkie-talkie he's got hidden, and they're like, oh, oh five minutes. Uh, no, we can't wait five minutes. Let's just do it now. Oh, he's a double My agent. Thing. Not cool, Ernie. Go ahead. Oh, I was saying he's a he's a double agent um, concerning what happens in just a minute uh, minute with Bulk and Skull. So yeah, like, I, I feel like he that. I feel like he only agreed to do it out of like his the kindness of his heart, and he immediately realizes upon seeing their reactions that oh shit, this sucks. I, I yeah, he he's like man, I got myself into something I because what happens a terrible is terrible mistake. Yeah. So my favorite part about this whole scene. Is that when the like the doppelganger Bulk and Skull walk into the room, we get the Bulk and Skull theme like remixed to have like yes. this extra drum beat, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Doppelganger, exactly. please, please put some of the audio in the episode because okay. I, I can't imagine there's a clean version of it. Anywhere. No, I'll try to. Yeah. So at this point, they then, walk up to uh, to Ernie. Well, well hold on. No, yeah, uh, no, before they love... do, before they can do that, Bulk and Skull literally dive over the bar. Right, and sorry. even even before that, uh, Skull's trying to get Bulk's attention, and he goes Bulk, yeah, does the yeah. like thirty yeah. times. He's literally a great stuttering. Bit where, like before he dives over the counter, Bulk forces the note into Skull's hand, <laughs> and then dives over. Right, and, and like, then get rid, of, um, get rid of the evidence. I was never here. Yeah. So then they. Uh, they they basically beg Ernie. They're like, please don't tell them we're here. Please, 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 please don't tell us. Tell them. And uh, the girls walk up, and uh, Skull Girl asks where her hunka hunka bulky love is, which is and pretty Skullsy great. Poo. Yeah, and and Skullsy Poo and. Ernie is like those uh, nicknames are only slightly on. more cutesy than the nicknames that Bulk and Skull give each other. <laughs> yeah, hold on, yeah. time out, time out. Official, um, official teenagers with attitude copy. 
I make a motion to officially refer to Bulk and Skull only as Skullsy Poo and Hunk of Bulky Love. <laughs> well, that's what they call each other. I can go with that. Um, oh, also, uh, I'm going to counter that motion by saying you're not normally on the show and you're just trying to make our lives more difficult. <laughs> fuck you. Well, that's fair. It would be great for the people, and as we've established, I, I am the people. You know what? The people so, can the people can suck it. So let's say this. There's something I didn't notice because I don't think we had a close up shot of them. Uh, uh, bulk she bulk is wearing um, uh, leopard pattern cutoff gloves, and Skullgirl is wearing hot pink cutoff gloves, and I love both of them very much. Also, I'm pretty sure that that um, tie dye vest that she bulk has on is literally actually one of the vests that bulk usually wears. Oh, I'm pretty sure. And bulk's like, wearing a tie dye vest in this scene as well. Yeah, here's something I just noticed. These are new. These girls are wearing new outfits from yeah. the ones they wore in the wore in the first scene. Yep, they gave them a ton of fucking. They put so much work into these. I don't understand why <laughs> this doesn't happen again. It's so bizarre. Um. So yeah. Uh. They're like. Uh. He's like. Oh, they've got to be here somewhere. Why don't you guys look around and Bulk and Skull like peep up while they're looking uh, at the rest of the the Jim and Juice bar. Um, but they don't and see him. And both so, faces like you've got to be kidding me. Ernie actually tries to help him out. He's like, "Why don't you girls have a? Why don't you girls go have a seat and wait for them or something?" I'm like, nah, yeah, nah, we'll stay here at the bar. We can see the whole Jim and Juice bar from here. Yeah. So, um, Adam sets up a date with Sabrina hiking, and then he invites Aisha to the date because he doesn't understand how dates work. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent. She tries to understandably warn him, like, "Hey." This lady's kind of a dick. Like also, also don't. she came out of literally nowhere and immediately asked you out. And like you're a great guy and all, but that's not how things normally happen. That's and weird. And she fucking threw her bag at me. Like, yeah. hey. <laughs> and then we cut over to creepy lighted Scorpina who turns directly to the camera and says, as long as his little friend doesn't okay, get in the way. Clear, to be clear, she's still in the guise of Sabrina. Like, Yes. Uh, yeah. The plan should go perfectly. But she's literally but, talking to us. Like, fourth wall. Yeah. This is, also, this is like, the Deadpool it's a, solilo- it's a soliloquy. <laughs> I yeah. love it because they're doing that like Morticia Adams thing where like only her eyes are lit up and the right. rest is in shadow. And it's so good. It's pretty Which great. would make a lot more sense if that's actually what Scorpina looked like. Where it was like just her eyes that showed. Yeah, I mean, that's it's a cool shot. Yeah, because she doesn't wear a mask. So, yeah. Adam, as of this point, I am still convinced that she's just worried about Aisha like asking Adam out before she can, because that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's planned this week. <laughs> All right. Um let's so take a cut we cut to we cut to the date, and then like the first thing she does is slap Aisha in the face, just fucking backhands her. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, watch the bit again. Like it's 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 Adam. Af- it's the first thing yeah, after yeah, no, he's completely right. Wait, what are you talking about? Ah, what? Sabrina backhands Aisha in the face. She's, she's pointing. Like, she's pointing. She's to like, hey, let's go this way. Like, yeah. She's and like, then, look over there. Oh my smack. God, you're right. She fucking <laughs> hits her. Like, get yeah. your head out of her face, man. Come on. Come on. Well, let's, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and see what the reaction to that is. Go, 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 go.
right, so <laughs> Sabrina slaps Aisha in the face, and <laughs> we, uh, then she's just like, hey, why did you bring this other lady to our date? Which is a fair question. Fair question I mean, yeah. this, she's clearly evil, but yeah, that's fair. Also, they're walking together, and then Aisha is like five steps behind them, with just her grumpy. Arms crossed, like, just super yeah. not happy with any of this. It's <laughs> fair. Adam gives this kind of half-hearted, well, she's one of my oldest friends, and I want you two to get along. And just immediately, Sabrina's like, don't fucking hold your breath. Luke, yeah, seriously, hold your breath, Aisha Luke. and Sabrina just met. Like, this this should immediately give away to Adam that something's fucked. Not even yeah. theoretically. They actually have just met. Scorpina doesn't know these people. Yeah. Yeah. I Which, mean, like, actually... Saying, like, the, like, Adam should immediately clue into something is wrong because she's just being a dick to Aisha for yeah, no like, good yeah, goddamn like, reason. Yeah, like, quite frankly, I don't care how, like, lonely you are or whatever. If you're dating a girl and she's shitty to your friends, that's a huge warning sign. I mean, yeah. come on, this is um, the 90s. I guess the Spice Girl song has not come out yet, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, at this point, uh, they they walk 10 feet to to a good fighting spot. And well, uh, a good, well, good tying up tree is where they end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and um, before that, we cut to the moon, and Zed's like, "Oh, two Power Rangers. That's even better yeah. than one." Yeah, right. So, you know, my plan to isolate so, a ranger for easy pickings is even better when there's more well, than no, that. No, that's not that's not what the plan is established to be. The plan is to hook up Adam with a date, and Zed is very progressive, and he's excited about <laughs> this like group date. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quick before we move on, uh, I don't normally mean to pick on guests, but Fletcher, is that your Zed voice? No, that you did no, earlier? no, no. <laughs> okay, no, because... it's just a very silly voice. Okay, that's fair. So uh, at this point, yeah, Goldar and some putties come down, and Adam's like. Sabrina, get behind this tree, even though I literally know that you can do karate and hide until I tell you to come out. And instead, she says, girls can't fight, actually, so just hide. And then Aisha just kind of turns her head slowly. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, she literally steps up three feet and goes, thanks for the advice, Power Ranger, but I could take care of myself. And then she turns into Scorpina. And then Aisha and Adam are like, wait, what? Because they haven't met Scorpina before. Okay, okay, okay. I know know because of... This show sets such a low bar. We tend to give it credit when it does basic, like, smart TV things. show things. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was genuinely surprised that yeah. they didn't just go, Scorpina. Yeah. yeah. I- I'm so pleasantly surprised that they, like, remember that Aisha and Adam don't know who this person is. Yeah. I mean, because they, they didn't do that with, like, Goldar. They were just like, oh, it's Goldar. Well, so. well Goldar was the first... Um first evil thing, I guess, that they ever saw when they got That's captured, true. wasn't it? And yeah, so yeah, you're right. Didn't really need Goldar, any introduction. Yeah, and Goldar, like, did, he was like, I'm gonna turn you evil with this rubber snake! Yeah, he talked a lot about Lord Zed in that first introduction, so, like, they got the basics. <laughs> yes. right. and, yeah. and going back to this being my first exposure to Power Rangers, that was awesome for me, because it's like, oh, Scorpina, she's never been here before, until I was old enough to watch more episodes, and then, and then- I remember the first time I saw the Green with Evil saga, I was like, Whoa, it's Scorpina. I remember her from that other episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then, happened yet. <laughs> right, and then she'll never be here again. Never. But yeah, ever. so. That, it, so that is really shitty, though. That sucks. Because. Yeah. Scorpina didn't really get to do much in season one either, but she's a great design. She's a well, cool monster. I will say this. Great concept. Yeah, I, like, 
the idea of evil characters um infiltrating the the Power Rangers is something that Power Rangers has tried a couple times and including this time they always blow it way too early because she literally the second bad guys sh- show up is like oh also I'm evil as well like yes. they well it, this this time uh one of the rangers at least didn't have a good feeling but or, or about it but yeah I like when someone tries to infiltrate it especially with how many attempted evil ranger plots we've had it's more fun when someone like tries to work their way into the group as opposed to just hey let's make a clone of of the team right so so it's it bums me out that they blew it that fast but like they could have done cool stuff with actually having a minion who looks human mostly um but it sucks yeah, that like Scrapina, is... honestly like all her like weird monster designs when she's you know human sized at least is just armor like right right yeah yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it should have been that they didn't like don't have her reveal her secret identity, and she's just the spy in the school. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that would have been, been a really cool neat, way to go with it. Yeah, that would have been a really neat conceit if Sabrina had just kept coming back as another person at their school. Right. No, it's, uh, it's which is actually what they do with Cat later. So yeah, at least true. there's that. Yeah, it's kind of what Tommy started out with, I guess, because he was like in well, the same era. Well. Not to that Again, extent, they blew but he their was load on the, that one too soon. Like, yeah, well, they figured out true. who he was before the end of the five-parter. They didn't figure it out till way later. They told us, like, immediately. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. um, Same idea, but yes. just not as good as well executed, I will say. Right. Speaking so of it's, surprisingly, Aisha, like... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so immediately after the reveal, Aisha's just like, yeah, I knew you were no good. I knew I didn't like you, especially not your hair or your clothes. And it's like, okay, Aisha, I, I get that she was shitty, but actually her hair and clothes are pretty great, so I can't really follow you on this one. <laughs> yeah. It's just, her also, costume is fantastic. Also rude. Excuse me. Not cool. Um, so, yeah. Well, I mean, in it, fairness, it, she's been rude to Aisha this whole right, time. Right. But I just, I mean, just from a, like, a critical standpoint, I don't like that the criticism is you suck because you look bad. Like, no, yeah, you suck because you're true. a shitty person. Her appearance doesn't factor into it. Well, she sucks because she's secretly, like, a scorpion alien. So. Well, also no, that. that's so that's that's I don't know if I can follow you on that either. Like, <laughs> we don't know all scorpion aliens suck. <laughs> okay, come on. I'm sorry. That right. was that was bigger than me. <laughs> to so make assumptions this, about scorpions from the moon. So at this point, um, Goldar uses his uh, his patented tie up laser from his sword. <laughs> and uh, when, when that laser oh, first guess hits, who's the, tied up his arms are totally free. By the way, well, so, yeah. Here's the, so here's the thing. Um, we talked when Zed introduced his new putties. They had this big glaring weakness of like getting kicked in the chest. When Zordon picked his new Rangers, he picked three with the glaring weakness of being very easy to tie up. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's, so let's it, be fair. The old Rangers also got tied up a heck of a lot. Yeah, but, yeah, but these the, characters the, have been around ratio, for six episodes, yeah, the and they've been being tied, tied up, up five to not times. being tied up is not great in the favor of the new guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah and so, in in their defense, only two of them are tied up this time, not all three. That's Rocky's true. Improving. Rocky's not here. So, um, <laughs> they say we can't reach our morphers. Oh God, what are we gonna do? Uh, and and then, and we then cut to some more like surprising detective work on the part of the characters. Okay, we don't cut to we bubble wipe too. We bubble, yeah. <laughs> and I love this transition so much. It's I love when I you think guys it's talk about to be like. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say, I love when you guys talk about um, them finding new graphics in their final cut or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, but this, I yeah, don't know that's... if it's again the nostalgia or if it's just kind of great. But I, I think it's kind of great. Oh, that was a, that was a thing that was pretty prevalent in like '90s television, especially '90s television for kids. Yeah. In in this uh, in this case, I think it's supposed to be a balloon because there's a bunch yes. of balloons uh, around now. So yeah, I do um, as they're, well. they're trying to tie it into whatever either environment they're going from or going to. Uh, right. But so so here's a bit of. Actually, surprisingly good. What I'm assuming is accidental character development. Uh, okay. Because, like earlier, we had Kimberly say, "Oh yeah, Zed's just really inconvenient. He has the worst timing." And then we get to this bit where Billy and Kimberly kind of figure out that something is is wrong before Zordon has to tell them as much. And I kind of like the sort of accidental implication that like these are the veteran Rangers. They've been doing this shit for a year and a half now, longer than anybody else, even Tommy, and they've kind of learned to sort of clue into when there's an evil plot happening. I mean, that's yes. That's because there's always an evil plot happening. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Say, well, it's a day that ends in Y. There must be an evil plot going on. Right. <laughs> Th- that said, you did. You left out, you kind of glossed over how they figured out because, hey, remember that Miss Appleby is exists and is alive? Yeah. Well, Mr. Because, Cat yeah. actually gets a, a name drop from Skull earlier, so he's also theoretically extant in this world. Yeah, again, but Miss Appleby's if Sorry, you're a kid, if you're a kid like me, and this was your first exposure to Power Rangers, they never didn't exist. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so Miss Appleby is like uh, comes up to them and is like, "Hey, thanks for helping out with the thing." Uh, and where's and how does this happen again? Does she say like, so, "Where's Adam?" Oh, no, or? Uh, no, Kimberly just said, oh. just says offhand, "I'm so happy Adam found a date." Yeah, yeah, and the Billy says the new girl's supposedly really nice. And oh, that's goes, right. What, what new girl? What? I yeah, and then show yet. Kimberly says, "Oh yeah, her name is Sabrina." And then Miss Appleby says, "Oh no, you must be mistaken. The the newest girl to come to this school is Aisha." Which, like, I don't know why you would know that if you're just a teacher, but whatever. I mean, she's the teacher. Well, she's, yeah, she's yeah. a small teacher. enough school you'd know that. Sure. Also, exactly. I, I do have exactly. to ask because I haven't been around. Did they establish why the New Rangers transferred to Angel Grove? Nope. nope. They did say they literally just said like, "Oh, we transferred over from Stone Canyon, hooray!" And okay, that was so it. Yeah. My yeah. fan theory that they just won their right to live amongst the civilized people. Yep. is completely <laughs> unchallenged. Also, oh, yeah, Luke, because guess. because you weren't here, um, there was a line where uh, Aisha says. Oh boy, it's lunchtime. The food's got to be better than in Stone Canyon. <laughs> and I was just, it's not literal stones. Yeah. Oh my god! All right, cool. It's canon. <laughs> I thought that would make you happy. It so makes me very happy. Uh, so th- they go at, at this point. Rocky and Tommy come up and are like, "Hey, Adam was supposed to spar with us in the, like a weird three-way spar, I guess." What? Uh, <laughs> But he didn't oh, show up. He was supposed nice. to work out with us. I thought oh, he right. Said, Sorry. I, no, I think they said Aisha was supposed to work out with them. No, it was Adam. Because yeah. it's the Cause 90s boy- and only boys can work out. Exactly. I could have sworn uh, that they were talking about her because I was like, oh, that's neat that they're working out with Aisha. And, you know, because I'll double that. check here. Uh, that's definitely let's not see. what I remember. Have you guys I, uh, seen Adam? Tommy uh, says, uh, yeah, have you, you seen, seen Adam? Adam? It All says. right, I'm a crazy person. That's okay. Uh, well, so yes, but Billy's like, oh no, he Look, went. I don't uh, think you're crazy for wanting the world to be more progressive than it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he went hiking with uh, Kimberly or S- Sabrina and Aisha, and then Kimberly is like, yeah, something's wrong. Let's go figure this shit out. And Let's go uh, talk to Zordon. Yeah. So they cut up Zordon, to the command who, center, as we'll see in a moment, has the ability to just tune into where they are at all times and could have intervened. 
Yeah, he also he probably could have told them earlier, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so he wrong. probably knew that Sabrina was secretly Scorpina. <laughs> so speaking of, uh, they even double down on this because they're like, "Oh shit, it's Scorpina," and uh, Rocky is like, "Wait, who?" <laughs> And, and Tommy's line here, where he goes, bad news, man, is one of the things I remembered most watching this, and I actually say this line sometimes in that <laughs> same way, because it's so ingrained in me, I'll just get, if someone's like, what is this, I'll just like, bad news, man, and then I'm like, wow, that's from Power Rangers, that's a little well, embarrassing. <laughs> what's funny is that, that that line is delivered really badly, <laughs> so I like the idea that that was the one that you stuck with, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Like- Count yourself lucky you've never had to fight her. Which, yeah. which, which okay. like, he says, like, you're, it, you're lucky you haven't met her or faced her yet. I'm like, yeah, because they became Power Rangers, like, 18 minutes ago. Like, this yeah. literally it, just happened. I like, I like the idea that, like, maybe off camera after this episode is done, like, the new Rangers are like, so, hey, what's your, what's your, uh, like, how, what's the deal with Scorpina? When did you first fight her? It's like, well, she first showed up about halfway through the time that Tommy was evil. Well, hold on. And everybody's like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. Going off that point, did Tommy ever fight Scorpina or did he only fight with her? Um, she kept showing up off and on during season one. So I'm sure he was around at some point. I okay. think, yeah, yeah, they did because there was definitely a Dragon Zord versus Goldar and Scorpina fight at one point. Uh, okay. because they almost, he, they almost yeah. lost that. Actually, one. according to fucking Ranger Wiki, uh, they're talking about the <laughs> fact that later on in this fight, they're gonna need the Thunder Ultra Zord to take down Scorpina and Goldar when the Dragon Zord did it by itself last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. The, the, I, I thought so. So, okay, so this at is, this, this point, is the point in the show where we cut, we just cut quickly to the dragon zord, just like chilling below the, <laughs> below the water next to his phone. Like, man, I wonder if Tommy's going to call soon. Dragon zord and Titanus playing like poker or, or, or go, f- I guess go fish because they're underwater. With, but, a bunch uh, of, uh, with a bunch of seahorses, the underwater yep. dogs, I guess. <laughs> yep. So at Wait, this point, hold uh, on. Hold on. Are you are you suggesting that seahorses are the dogs of the sea? Yeah, no, I'm and like regular horses are the, the dogs of the land. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, wait, no, dogs are dogs of the land. Yes, That's Zach, that was the joke. Thank you. Okay, gotcha. Um, so at this point, uh, wait, so would are is is a hot dog of the sea a hamburger? Of the <laughs> land? Oh my god. Okay, so. <laughs> the, <laughs> There's a putty fight at this point. Well, hold, hold um, on. This is where the new morphs come in um, that I talked about the last time I was on. And number oh, one, yeah. it's the first time Rocky actually morphs with them. And then, spoiler alert, Adam and Aisha are going to get freed in a minute. And they're going to morph for the first time as well. Number and they two, read, these morph calls suck. They're not good. And also, they redid Billy and Kimberly's. Right, because so they have torsos now. Yeah, yeah, because before they just had floating hands, and th- they redid that, so now they've I, got- I like that they thought, you know what, that we don't need to green screen out their torsos, just have them wear, like, fucking uh, sleeveless shirts, well, it'll they be the can, same Well, they can effect. do that now, because before, if they'd green screen, when they green screened them out, Tommy was, like, still missing a torso. <laughs> okay, goddammit. <laughs> Alright, so, at this point, um, there's a putty fight, it's- Fine. Tommy says you guys take care of the like four putties and I'll fight both Scorpina and Goldar because I'm that awesome. Yeah, um, White, Ra- White Ranger awesome. I mean, yeah. to be I mean, fair, he's, he's this- your favorite ranger, right, kids? Tommy, the, the White Ranger, he's the best. <laughs> I mean, 
to be fair, at this point, I think four putties is more of a challenge than Goldar. <laughs> yeah, sure. Goldar, Goldar's <laughs> kind of gotten chumped a lot lately. Uh. <laughs> They fight the putties. Then Billy says, hold on. I'll free you with my power lance. Remember this thing that I still have? To be fair, he pulls that out almost every time because they keep assembling the, uh, the, power, the, blaster. Blaster, yeah, the power, power blaster. The power blaster. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't things. consult There's... an authority, a.k.a. Ranger Wiki, on this, but I think this <laughs> might be the last time that one of the power weapons is used. Um, well, because they don't use they, it at all in season three, if I recall correctly. Yeah, so, they, they, that's the thing. That's the one thing that they didn't get in the power transfer was the weapons. Yeah, so, yeah. Th- there are a couple things in this fight that I, I don't want us to skip over. One is that when Tommy does go to fight Goldar and Scorpina, uh, it's just kind of Tommy fighting Goldar, where Scorpina just kind of dances around behind them. Yeah, she, she doesn't really take a swing at him until the end of the fight. And then, well, she doesn't have to. I, I know if I didn't have to fight Tommy, I wouldn't. I would cower behind the bigger person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, um, another great thing is there's this fantastic shot of uh, Rocky, Billy, and Kimberly, like, kicking at the screen. And they each hit three putties simultaneously. And then those putties, as they're dying, fall into the arms of two other putties. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they disintegrate, yeah. the two remaining putties fall down and just sort of, yeah. I guess, just land in the in the remains of their dead comrades. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good shot. It's a good shot. Um, so then they free the, the other two rangers who morph. And then we um, get I a quick... I will say this. Like, Aisha's It's Morphin' Time is one of the better It's Morphin' Time reads we've had in a long time. I yeah, she does, yeah. Good, she does a good Aisha Morphin' Time. Aisha does a time. way better job saying It's Morphin' Time than Jason like, David Frank ever did. Right, she doesn't try to put some badassery behind her or anything. She just says it kind of sassy. Yeah. yeah, and her uh, her call of um, Sabertooth Tiger is maybe the best of the new calls. Yeah. Man, I feel sequence. so bad for her because she comes into this, and when they do their Zord calls, she has to do the the <laughs> saber tooth tiger griffin thunder yeah. zord yeah, power. Adam takes thing. forever to say his Zord call, but but uh, Aisha has to say it like real, real fast because like the Yellow well, Ranger's he, shot is real quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he has to draw his uh, Black Ranger shot out, so it's yeah, it's just it's a bad really situation. <laughs> Mastaton, so, Lion, Thunder, Zord, Power. It's so much yeah. like it's jarring. Anyways, now that they've morphed, Zed says he has a few surprises in store for them, but he doesn't. He just grows Goldar and Scorpion. Yeah, you know, the surprising development there could be. So here's the and, thing: not only is this evidently Scorpina's last appearance. This is the last time we see Goldar get big. Yep. Nice. And this is the last time we see the Thunder Ultra Zord. So, so it is the first and also and the apparently last time. So the Zach, body, is this where like we the... is this where we insert our ode to Tor since he's going away now? No, I think no, Tor might gone. come back, but uh Tor like the, the Thunder yeah. Ultra Zord is basically done. Also, yeah. apparently the suit actor inside Alpha changed, so just everyone's going away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So um so yeah, they summon the Zords, uh, and oh, they get the. I literally skipped ahead. <laughs> go, go ahead, Fletcher. A couple things here. One, Tommy goes, "Oh man, I was afraid of that happening." Tommy, you're not the new guy. <laughs> you should know this, buddy. Number two, he can kind of what we were talking about um, a little earlier with them having fought this tandem before. He uh, consults Zordon. He's like. 
Zordon, what do we do? What do you mean, what do you do? You have fought them before. Yeah, and, and <laughs> you, also... You theoretically you... have better shit than you did last time. <laughs> right, exactly. And also, this fight is obviously recycled footage because, right. you know, yes. Scorpina doesn't... You see the same shot of Goldar and Scorpina falling down like seven times. Same oh, and also... And then- Scorpion and then when into a uh, giant scorpion monster. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, <Yes>. Luke. <laughs> Luke. It's fine. The last it's time fine. you have to relive that. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> last time. Um. So. Uh, one, one more thing, real quick, is that when they cut to Zordon explaining everything as he was introducing the the Thunder Ultra Zord, whatever. I thought he was going to introduce us to Tor for a third time. <laughs> 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 kind of surprising he didn't. I would love it if Zordon had just a really specific dementia where he couldn't remember just that Tor existed every I single mean, episode. We've theorized before that he's unstuck in time. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. but... Uh, like, I, so, I, I like the idea that he just has to assume, okay... I don't know which time is the first time they've met Tor, so I have to assume they all are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so the thing that's weird about this is like the Remember that the Ultra Thunder Ultra Zord's move is that it lifts up and then flattens people? For some reason they just use its lasers a- well, and that's it. They don't it. need to do anything else because after Goldar and Scorpina see the laser light show, they're like, well, fuck it, bye, because that's... Yeah, they just leave. <laughs> right. So... Because that's kind I mean, of their goal. Like, that's the reason they, Goldar doesn't get made big anymore, is because Zed found out that's how he does it. Yeah. What's great is right. uh, Scorpina sets Goldar up. She says, he who fights and runs away, and then Goldar says, lives to fight another day. Scorpina, yeah. this is your last fight. You're done. Yeah. Later, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Later. So, right. So yeah. did the, she did a better uh, job of running away than Goldar did. Actually, just do we really see Goldar fight anybody after this point? Uh, he never gets big again. I don't know if he, I mean he's around definitely. Well, yeah, he's I just, like Zed he's around until like season big... six, but does he fight? Yeah, Zed took I, away I his know. big his big privileges because he wasn't using them properly. <laughs> yeah, I really no, don't remember. No, he doesn't remember. get to dance around on a piano keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I was thinking that same joke. Mike. Uh, okay, um, <laughs> I, I know it seems like. Listen, folks, this is this is you know me by now. This is this is the Mike promise. I will always go for the obvious joke. I always <laughs> leave it hanging. You know I won't let you down. So I just want to well, really complain about Tommy's knowledge of the elements. Because he, he tries to activate a white tiger thunderbolt and then shoots red fireballs. Whatever. That it's all thunderbolt <laughs> yeah. powered. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot. During this fight, there is a bit where Scorpina shoots lightning from her claw hand, and then Goldar shoots fireballs out of his eyes. Yes. That yeah, does Goldar has ever weird... done that? Yeah, he has. He, he does He's that had... and it knocks yeah. the Tiger Zord on its back again, and it does the arm, the leg flailing thing. You know, yeah. you know how you know he's done that because one, we've seen this fight before. Two, Goldar <laughs> is looking down like he did when he did it the first time because I believe the Rangers were on the ground as he was doing yeah. it before they called the Zords. Right. Yeah. And so, there was a whole yeah. fight kind of before they actually formed the Ultra Thunder Zord, but but what, not really no, no, because it's no. because it's again footage. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, something you guys have ta- or used to talk a lot about um, in the earlier episodes was, man, I can't believe when we watched this as kids, we didn't realize how chopped up the show was. This is a great scene for that because as a as a four year old watching this, I was like, "Oh man, this fight is awesome!" And now yeah, watching but, it, I'm like, "Man, they don't ever contact." There's that one shot nope. where the sword uh, graphic, the like lightning beam from the sword or whatever, is on the yeah. same 
side of Scorpion and Goldar falling down, but other than that, they are in very different shots, and it's yeah, very it's noticeable. Yeah, it's just it's just them like sh- showing that reaction shots of each side over oh, and over actually, again. Yeah, yeah, another bit of little random trivia from Ranger Wiki. This is the only time where the hench villains survived the Ultrazord attack. Yeah. Well, so okay, they never uh, actually use the Ultrazord attack. Right. <laughs> so we we cut <laughs> to the dance. And Adam is sad that he doesn't have a, a date still. Tommy says, hey, what I mean, were? you could be here with Scorpina, which would be worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, it's okay, yourself, as long as Tommy. I'm... Yeah, I mean, why would, why would anyone be attracted to Scorpina? I mean, who <laughs> possibly... I mean... So he's, he says, hey, as long as I'm with my friends, everything's cool. And then a girl comes over to ask him out. And see, to the point Luke was complaining about earlier, like... That would have been the perfect time to do the whole like Aisha being like, "Hey, hey, buddy, you want to do want to dance?" Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, that that, no. that would have been great, but because she doesn't have a date, right? But yeah, so uh, so is this in girl? Case, go ahead. Is this girl Chekhov's girlfriend? Chekhov's date. <laughs> yeah, Chekhov's well, date. It, it, it's yeah. the same thing as always, where they never they can never teach the lesson that sometimes you don't get what you want, and that's okay. They always have to be like, nah, they get everything they ever wanted. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um. I mean, they we kind c- of taught that sort of in, um, in one of the episodes I think you missed, Luke, the, uh, uh with the, with the triathlon or whatever. But that was, that was when Rocky and Manisha were around, but not Rangers yet. So I guess just once you're a Power Ranger, you always get what you want. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I forgot that they had one last bit of missing the point of the whole, like, vice versa dance setup in that Aisha tells Adam that he has to ask her to dance. Yes. After right, she already right, yeah. comes up to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's dumb. So uh at this point we uh get Balkan Skull and they're like, why did they come? If they don't yeah. want like why are they there? Zach, do you <laughs> see the tree of food? Yeah, oh, they're okay. getting free food. food. However, Skull it is stabs a cupcake. <laughs> it is a uh, the only uh, food we see outside of that stabbed cupcake is a fruit platter. So they might have come and then been very disappointed and we're going to bolt. True. So I want to point um, out that Skull. I think they ate it already. Skull t- stabs the cupcake. <laughs> and then you see him pull his hand back and he's not holding the cupcake. Like he just skewered that thing and left it. He yeah, just needed like, fuck this cupcake. And uh, can we talk about Skull's leather jacket here for a minute? Because it is pretty awesome. And it's it looks... all mostly intact somehow, which is yeah. rare for these two. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's much nicer than what he normally wears. Also, right, it's, it's, not, uh, leather it's not, not Civil War attire, so I'm down with it. Like, yes, please. <laughs> also, um, Skull's hair has been slowly morphing into a mullet over the season, and it's I think it's finally reached mullet status. Yeah. It's party in the back. Uh, speaking of party in no, the back, no, you, Ernie you shows gotta, up gotta, behind you them. It backwards. It's it's party. Oh wait, no, no, it's right. party in the back. No, oh, Mike, God. it's not party in the front. That's not how mullets work. <laughs> I want to see a haircut. If anything, that's party in the front. If anything, serious in the back. If anything, that's like the the stereotypical quote unquote emo haircut where it's all yeah exactly all in front yeah. in the ba- in the all in the bangs in the front, and then it's really clean in the back. I was going to say, if yeah, you played uh, uh, Nier, the, one of the bad guys from Nier definitely has a party in the front kind of haircut. Can I go up to an emo kid and tell them they have a reverse mullet, and how will that go exactly? No, <laughs> well, just I mean, go up and say, it looks like you got a party up front, and they'll just go, what? what Luke, nice. <laughs> yep, yep, I agree, that's party in the front. 
So, okay. Uh, Bul- uh, Ernie comes up behind uh, Bulk and goes, hey, Bulk, I got another secret note for you. Also, get a secretary. I quit, which is pretty great. Yeah. I like I like. What's also great episode. is when yeah. he says that, Skull turns to him like a supervillain and says, you'll never escape Bulk and Skull. <laughs> yes! That's such that's a, a great, great line. Skull line, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and the... The be- almost the the second best thing about that outside of the actual line is Bulk just goes yeah yeah like pipe down <laughs> yeah. without a note to I, read. <laughs> I love the idea that Bulk and Skull are are mostly only at the Jim and Juice Bar to torment Ernie <laughs> just for fun basically. I, I uh, like the, I like the idea that Skull is morphing into a supervillain and Bulk just kind of doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Wait, do you think that's how he got rich? Skull's- do you think Skull becomes a supervillain? Skull couldn't successfully I mean, be a supervillain on his own is the problem. I mean, we've, <laughs> yeah. we've already theorized that he becomes a Silicon Valley tech bro, so yes. So, yes, basically. Well, and remember, we already it. know that, like, he's not actually stupid. He's just fucking with bulk. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. So I forgot about this... that. That's one, of our, that's one of our oldest, like, That goes back to, like, that's... the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, digging that one out the <laughs> out the basement there. So the note literally just says "turn around," and they turn around. Yeah, we have what you've been looking see why for. Ernie turn around. Is really fucking sick of this. Yeah, and uh, and she bulk turn around and... slowly, and the Jason Voorhees is there. Oh. <laughs> no, but she bulk and Skull Girl are there, and they say, "Um, hey, we've got what you're looking for." And they're like, "How could you possibly have anything that we want?" Which is well, first they give right? them they give them new new nicknames. Oh yes, Skullzy, what are they? Skullsy pie and yeah, Skullsy pie and bulky puss. Oh great, good. Uh, and they say, "What could you possibly have that we would want?" As bulk and... like eyes them up and down. Yeah, <laughs> which is which in like in <laughs> canon is gay. fucked up. Yeah, but for us, it's just hilarious. And then uh, they say, "True love, hit it!" And then some music plays, and they, and they dance them. badly. They dance badly <laughs> and then make out with them. Yeah, it's yeah. They, they, no. They they assault these these guys. Like, there they was just, no they... consent in any of this. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is after they they kiss them and then like leave them on the floor, they high five, which yes. is so awesome. Like I love that ending. And the Power it's... Rangers laugh and again. It's another again. episode. Rocky, Adam, and Aisha have no reason to bear Bulk and Skull ill will, and they're still laughing at them. Okay, sure, but they're new here, and they want to fit in, and what everyone does is ridicule Bulk and Skull. (laughs) However, however, I don't think this is a, like we've seen plenty of times, mostly in season one, of them laughing at Bulk and Skull's misfortune. If you saw this in real life at a dance, it would be pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at least at that point, the idea is... This is supposed to be the girls ask the boys out dance. Right, but so everyone would... here has seen how little interest Bulk and Skull have in these girls. That's true. Like, <laughs> that's um, so, at the, yeah, that's the episode. I really like this one. It's super silly. Like, I, I mean, it's a bummer that they didn't get to keep using um, Scorpina. And it's a super bummer that these two characters never come back. But it was very fun to watch. Honestly, the Power Rangers stuff was kind of just there, but the non-Power Rangers stuff was all phenomenal. Yeah, You you told me before we started that you're glad I was back for this one because you thought I'd like it because it was so good. I think being away from this show for a few weeks has really really reset my ability. (laughs) Oh no, Luke! No! 
now you can actually judge things appropriately right. and you've realized it's all bad. Right. No. no, this is terrible. <laughs> it's okay. I, we'll I su- was just glad you were going to be back for this because it's Scorpina's farewell. And if, right. if anything, we have to have Luke on for Scorpina's farewell. Get the fuck Luke, out, yeah. Scorpina. Luke, don't, let I'm, door, I'm, don't let the door hit your stupid stinger on the way out. <laughs> So and I know I know you guys were saying that a lot of good Vulcan skull, a lot of good Ernie too, which we really haven't seen a whole lot of. Yeah, yeah Ernie, er, Ernie's been gone for a little bit, but that that was nice to have him back. And, but and Miss Appleby still exists, so that's cool. Yay. Yeah, yeah. No so, visual um, confirmation of Chaplin though. Still, still uh, unknown about back. that. He'll be back. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of it for the Will episode. He, Will I he? think so. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I could be At wrong. At the very least, we know off camera he's still tormenting Bulk and Skull. Oh, of yeah, course. Still giving him detention. <laughs> so, uh, that's going to do it for the episode. I've got some questions from listeners. If you have a question, oh, right. you can send no, that on Sorry, can I, just do, can I just do one last Ranger Wiki thing? Yes. Just one more? Okay. So I mentioned earlier that the suit actor for Alpha changes in this episode. Uh-huh. Apparently, the original suit actor for Alpha does appear in one more episode of Power Rangers what? in the season three episode. I'm dreaming of a White Ranger as Elf Number Two. Great, <laughs> cool. From an Alpha to uh, an Alpha. Oh, Jesus. So, if you have questions alpha for us, two. you can send. You, no, out, there's only five and six. You can send us to those. No, we absolutely see the remains of like Alpha Four in. I hate this. <laughs> If you have like a question for us, box of shit he left in the basement. You can send it to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group. Or you can send it to Teens with Tude at gmail dot com. Uh, and we have a couple um, from Parallelo Dad. Uh, I recently listened to a movie review podcast of the Power Rangers movie where one of the hosts was the Yellow Mystic Force Power Ranger. He said that when he was on the show. Uh, he at one point checked out Ranger Board to see what the fans thought out, thought only to find that they hated the show and thought it was garbage, which was demoralizing. So my question, have any of you ever commented online something about a celebrity you'd be, feel bad or ashamed about if you found out they'd read it? Mm. And what was the comment? Um, so basically, so not, uh, basically like if you've ever said anything you would regret, and would you like to make that even more public? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, f- I feel like I would be pretty embarrassed if just about any actor from this show listened to any given episode of this podcast. That's true, yeah. I will say, I, mean, um, I watched the first episode of American Gods last night, mm-hmm. and I've never read that book before. Um, and after watching it, I did go on a, a reasonably long Twitter rant about how Neil Gaiman is absolutely into unbirthing. Because the way that whole scene plays out feels like it was lifted straight from some stories I've read before. Now, here's the thing, Luke. I'm pretty sure those stories were probably inspired by American Gods. I, I think American- that probably fed into it, but I also, th- for some reason, the that community is very good about preserving stuff. Like, I can point to stories from, like, the 90s about that kind of thing. <laughs> it's probably just because it's a fairly small community, yeah, so they've got to keep what they um, want. So, I think that if he saw all of that, I mean, I stand by what I said, See, but I also... Think Gaiman, I don't think Gaiman would have a problem with that. He'd probably engage nah, in, a, in a conversation about it. Neil Gaiman, if yeah. you're listening, uh, I have some uh, material that you might like. You probably read it already, honestly, but, you know, just in case. 
Joel, do you have anything? Nah, everything I've ever said online is pristine. <laughs> Fletcher, do you have anything you would regret if the person it was about read it? Um, I was a pretty early adopter of things like Facebook and Twitter, so I'm sure when I was in like high school, I said some things, but I can't remember what they were. When I'm speaking bad about something, I usually go pretty general. So like, I hate the NBA, so if I, I'm not just going to talk about one player, I just like I'll just talk about kind of right. hating the whole entity. You're an early sure. adopter, That's which fair. means you've mastered the art of the subtweet. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I, I'm not gonna say names, but I recently got into a weird Twitter spat with a podcast where I said something that I didn't think was too detrimental. And, and that person took that one of the hosts took it really hard. And like, it actually, I'm glad it happened because A, I got to talk to that person and we essentially came to a, a pretty good understanding. But B, it made me realize like People look especially up their for, own names for things. Yeah, especially <laughs> for smaller podcasts. Like if you say shit, there's a good chance that people are are like searching their own name and stuff, and that's yeah. fine. Um but like you know, you can say stuff like, man, I didn't think this bit worked out. And if they see that, it could hurt their feelings. And like, I, I'm not it's, saying that well, to say that's don't. A, that said, if you feel like one of our bits don't work out, feel free to say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell us directly. We'll, we'll take that I, feedback. I, I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying like don't criticize bits well, because I, you should. I think but, you're, I think you're hitting on a more universal rule that people need to remember about online interactions, which is you may feel like you're anonymous, but with social media and everything, things are a lot less anonymous on the internet just, than they used to just be. Just be thoughtful and nice when you criticize right. things. And, right, even and, and, and even if you are anonymous and nobody knows who you really are, just remember that real people are reading what you're saying. That's the uh, that's so, the other thing that I kind of wanted to get at, which is that like the people whose podcasts you listen to are still humans, which mm -hmm. like is hard to remember sometimes for me at least. Um, and yeah, like, re remember that guy who yelled at us for not liking Kitty Kong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, and and I mean, I I guess I'll just say like that does happen, and I I fe I don't ever want to hurt anybody's feelings when I do that, and and uh, I'll try to be more mindful. But like, it's still okay to discuss with with your friends. Like, I didn't think this bit worked out so well. I ho I hope they do something different in the future. Like, that's fine. Just remember that people might yeah, see just, it and try if to... If you're posting something publicly, just make sure it's something that you would be perfectly comfortable saying out loud in a room of people right next to you. Right. So... It... Go ahead, Mike. So, my thinking is... I already live in a constant state of regretting every single thing I've ever said or done. Sure. <laughs> I don't see why my activity in the online space should be any different than the rest of my life. Sure. Of course. That's that's fair. I've I've always kind of under or worked under the assumption or I've always heard never put anything online that you wouldn't want, say, your grandmother to see or something like that. Right. Um, in some in some cases for, they will actually contact your literal grandma and exactly. send her that information. <laughs> exactly. And I've I've been a um, summer camp counselor for like nine years working with kids from the age of six to about eleven. And so my thing was at some point they're gonna get social media and at some point they're gonna follow me on stuff. And I had some follow me on like Instagram 
And so I was like, all right, if they do find me, I want to set a good example for them. Um, okay, so, so while please, I might think and feel these things. Please do about being on this show on any of your social media. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. But that's that's kind of the way I've taken it. So, again, if I have a disagreement with something, more often than not, um, it's usually general oversight or it's like, oh, I didn't enjoy this. It could have been better maybe this way. But I don't think I've ever said anything that was, like, super detrimental like what apparently the – Ranger board people were saying about Mystic Force. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing is is like, uh, like you just said, like, just just don't say like, hey, I didn't like this very much. Don't be like, wow, this episode was fucking horseshit. Like, there's just no reason. To well, do that. or just, y- uh, you know what? I'm gonna say, go ahead and say that. Just be prepared to own it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, I, I'm not saying you can't say that. Just know that, like, people can see it. Times <laughs> when that level of harshness is warranted. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that, that's true. Um. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't mean to lecture. I just people will see that and be prepared to deal with that if someone calls you on it. it is is all I guess. And uh, yeah, but the the example of um the example of an actor on a show seeing stuff is even a bigger thing than a podcast like that's that i can imagine that being devastating like yeah. wow and i bet he, rough. i bet someone who or whoever was saying that or like even now i might put something on about a show is like oh they're never going to see this they're on a tv show they're right. big time ish actor and then they go and see it so that also might <laughs> see, be i would actually think that, being an actor on a show getting that and I, maybe i'm wrong about this i would think that'd be less bad because you can point to like Okay, yeah, but that was the line I was given. What do you want from right. me? Or yeah, that's, that's how the fair, director yeah. wanted me to do it. What do you want that's from fair. me? Like, it's much more collaborative, and there's the the responsibility is a lot more spread out. See, Luke, you that's say true. that, but at the same time, if I fuck up something on the website, I feel personally responsible for every <laughs> possible like flaw that puts on the network. Like, well, right, but you are responsible for all of that because we make you responsible for all of it. <laughs> right, but I guess my point is, like, if there's a bad episode of a podcast I'm on, I feel oh, I fully 100% responsible for that, regardless of my sure. particular level of involvement in it. it. <laughs> oh, sure, and on that level, I'm sure that that exists for plenty of people on Espec- any kind would, of creative I would thing. argue, especially small-time actors like most of the people who are involved with Power Rangers, like, for a lot of them, that's their first big foray into acting, and sure, right. but like, at that level... Like, just a dumb random example, like, a lot of people are complaining about, uh the awkward localization in Persona right now, and, like, the actors saying Japanese words weird, and, like, the actors have come out and been like, yeah, that's how the director told us to say it, I don't know what you sure, want. Sure, yeah. yeah. Zach and I actually yeah. touched yeah. on that recently, where the specific way some of the lines are being delivered so awkwardly almost feels like they know that it's bad delivery. Well, yeah, this is forced into rocketing it. off into a tangent, but, uh, Honestly, I think the actors do a pretty darn good job with what they're given in that game. Yeah, I think so too. I think the the acting itself is really great. So, the directing is sometimes not great, but go ahead. So Sorry. If if I could double back to Mystic Force for a second, I feel like I feel like that message board was going to be harsh no matter what because like if you're uh, let's face it, if you're on a message board talking about Power Rangers, you were theoretically at that point an adult 
watching a children's show. And I mean, like we don't have any room to throw shit yeah. on that front, but like, you're going to be, you're going to be a lot. Those people are going to be a lot more harsh than the, than the general audience yeah. of that show. You're yeah, on, you yeah. know, knowing yeah. fandoms in general, if you guys were on a TV show, would you ever go oh, to God, that no. community's message no, board? No, 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 never. Not I if I was on a show for children, I think I, I probably like, would. I would just, I, my expectations would be set that people are going to say a lot of mean things. Cause I would say that's the flip of it. Is on one hand, yeah, absolutely be thoughtful and don't be unnecessarily cruel when you talk about shit. But also, if you're making something, understand that a bunch of people are gonna just hate it for no good reason. See, yeah, I already I already and just take like, your lumps gracefully. I already am well aware of every possible flaw of everything I put out. And I don't need anyone else right. pointing them out. No, see, for me, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, fuck you, I don't need that. I would just be like, yep, you're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, that was a problem. <laughs> so, um, that, let's. Well, we talked about that question for like 20 minutes, so thank you, Hi, thank you to Parallelo, Dad. with attitude. No, it's fine. I had some other questions. I'm just going to do this this one from our buddy Eric, and okay. then that'll be it for us since we talked. We went long on that. Would you rather fight five Tommy-sized horses or one horse-sized Tommy? Tommy-sized horses. Tommy-sized uh, horses. I'm going to say green, green Ranger Tommy or White Ranger Tommy? I mean, <laughs> Does that really way, change? He's going to be really good at kicking you in the face. Is the thing like better than yeah. a horse? Yeah, like I would say not powered, Tommy. Okay, so, so you so, yeah. okay? So it's a horse-sized guy in a green or white uh, cutoff shirt. It's a horse-sized man who's very good at punching and kicking. On the other hand, the one and only advantage that horses have is their size and weight. Like their legs are toothpicks. Oh, if yeah, you no, make them smaller, they'll just they'll just break. Like yeah, absolutely those small horses. So you you think you could beat up five baby horses? I is what I you're telling me. I wouldn't need to. I think they would all trip and break their legs and then have to get shot. I don't think <laughs> I could win in either scenario, but I think I'd have a better shot with the horses. To be honest. Okay. Uh, Fletcher, do you have it? Uh, I don't know if I could morally fight a horse. Um, <laughs> I'd feel bad. Especially a tiny horse. <laughs> Especially a tiny horse. We've, we've seen what a giant Tommy can do, and while he wouldn't be as giant in this scenario, like, giant Tommy did fuck up the Megazord real good. Yeah, so. yeah, gi- <laughs> a giant Tommy, well, he did have Power Ranger powers at the time, but a giant, <laughs> a giant Tommy was able to hold his own with a robot built for fighting. So yeah, just the uh, just based on mathematics and probably probability, I'll go with the the tiny horses. Yeah, I, mean, I think it, I... you're talking about like an adult horse, depending on the breed, weighs. I just looked it up between eight hundred and two thousand pounds. I don't need two thousand pounds of Jason David Frank. You do not need two thousand pounds of Jason David Frank. On the other hand. If you're going to shrink that horse by a factor of 10, that thing is just oh, going to yeah, be, yeah, like, the, you no, can the, just kick yeah, it weight, over. The weight ratios would not be favorable. It's kind of the ant problem in reverse. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yes, All right. that's fair. Okay, we've come to a consensus. Good job, everybody, on that stupid question. <laughs> hey, Zach, can uh, I throw in uh, one more question here? Sure. I mean, you are one a listener. One. That, yeah. that is true. I am the people, as previously stated. Uh-huh. Um, so I've been... Uh, as I've been listening to this podcast and getting back kind of into watching Power Rangers, I started to follow a couple of um, quote-unquote fandom sources, so things like Morphin Legacy and even Ranger Board. So I was just wondering where you guys, um, as a both podcast and individually, feel you fit in the fandom, if you feel like you fit in the fandom at all. I, I As a rule, I, I stay out of fandoms. 
I don't really think we do. Like, I, so first of all, Luke and Mike aren't like huge fans of, of Power Rangers. I mean, I definitely and, was a huge fan of it as a yeah. kid, but I'm really yeah. only back into it now because of this show and because I have yeah. fun doing the show. I yeah. didn't even watch the show as a kid. I'm, I'm just here because of the podcast. And, and now that I'm here, even if the podcast ended like tomorrow, I would still probably continue to watch. Like maybe I'd jump to some other seasons just to see because I'm kind of, I'm kind of in it now. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not really a huge like Power Rangers fan either. Like, don't and, be wrong. I, think- I love the show. I buy. I, I have all the fucking Megazord shit and other legacy. I do stuff. have a few legacy Megazords, so I guess I'm a yeah. Like, I'm, I got- I'm a fan of Power Rangers, but I'm not in the fandom. I don't associate I think- with other people because of their love for Power Rangers. I don't discuss the show outside of this podcast. If any of us were, it would probably be me and Simon. Yeah, and I think. Both of us like follow Power Rangers now and like some news Twitters for Power Rangers stuff, but mm-hmm. like, and I'll go on Ranger Wiki obviously for, for research, but I don't really That's post a like a not... hive of lies, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not a member of like Ranger board or, or any of that stuff. I, I don't really follow that stuff and, and you you I, did almost go to power morphicon i mean come on i man. want to go to power morphicon but the thing is like that's an experience that i would like to have yeah but i'm not like i don't, I don't think know. you can say like i know you haven't gone yet but you can't be like oh i'm going to power morphicon but i'm not part of the power rangers fandom well, well those so are mutually exclusive statements. When I think when I think of fandoms, I think of communities. Like sure. I don't think of myself as part of the Power Rangers fan community. Sure. Um I think of myself as the commu- part of the Teenagers with Attitude community and I like talking to our our listeners, but I don't really like I don't talk to It's the different it's the difference between being a fan of the podcast Rose Buddies and actually being a fan of The Bachelor. And and I don't it's, I don't oh yeah what like, a what a clear and like universal <laughs> reference that everybody <laughs> understands yeah a podcast way more popular so, than ours I mean that I'm all right fair enough gonna, on that one I'm not gonna get is I'm not gonna be the kind of person that's like yeah but I'm not part of the fandom like because I, I mean I guess I'm kind of getting there because because you guys have fucking corrupted me I guess <laughs> I mean, like one on of one us hand, I'm, I'm not like super deep into this but on the other hand I am following David Yost on Twitter so I yeah. who, who fucking knows and also I wasn't meaning to imply that if you're part of the fandom that's bad no, I just don't I, really no, think of it. myself Most fandoms suck <laughs> I just don't think of myself as part of that community I, and and I yeah. wouldn't necessarily be against it I just Right now, I don't like post on a, any Power Rangers message boards or, or Actually, could I, anything could, like that. So, can we kind of? I, I kind of want to turn this question back around on the listeners and like, hey, listeners, are, are are any of you part of like like a more formal Power Rangers fan community? Do you post on Ranger more boards? Formal? Anything like like like? L- let us know because I'm curious. Like, how many people like found us because oh, we're su- they're super into Power Rangers. And they they wanted a Power Rangers podcast, you know. Fletcher, are are there any of those sites that you really like that you want to kind of plug here? Like that's totally fine. If uh, not one of those not really, because I I also don't think I consider myself in the fandom. I like you said, Zach. I consider myself more in the teenagers with attitude fandom and less of, oh, a, of God, the Power a, Rangers fandom. That's the um, weirdest sentence anyone's ever <laughs> said to me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm genuinely curious. Like, what are like if we did want to to get into that space like what like where what are the what are the nicer neighborhoods in the yeah that's a good question corner of the internet like 
Like what's like what is what is a good Power Rangers community? Yeah, if you like? are into that stuff, let me know because I know some Toku like Toku boards that sure. people have told me about, but I don't really know anything for Power Rangers. So yeah, yeah and let us really know. the really Which the feels... only time I've ever been on like a Ranger board because I'm I'm real bad when it comes to message boards because the threads are too long and I don't really want to read everyone. That's why I'm bad on Reddit just because there's so many. And all it's like overwhelming. You're like, ah, there sure. are too many opinions. I don't know what where to start. Um, <laughs> but Ranger yeah, Boy does kind of tweet out news, so I'll go there when they tweet out an interesting thing. Um, I follow uh, a website that Zach has quoted a couple times, Power Rangers Now. They're real yeah. good about news. Um, and then I do Morphin Legacy just because I guess they're yeah, I think they're good essential. They're see- they seem to be like one of the more into the fandom type sites. Um, so those are just cool. a couple that I follow, but I've never posted or really interacted with any of them. Um, in any okay. way, so All right. they're just good right. information so, sources. So can I can I tell just a quick story about my one Ranger Board experience? Sure. I've been to Ranger Board, but that was only because um, it, it, listeners of bonus episodes might know that I actually really enjoyed Common Rider Ghost, and when that was in full swing, like I, I think it was somewhere around, I don't know, I think maybe there were about thirty episodes out at that point. You know, I went looking online because, you know, I, I, I work nights at work and I kind of don't really have much to do beyond kill time on the internet on my phone. So I went looking like, hey, so who who all else is talking about Common Rider Ghost? And I go to the Ranger board and they have a, they have a mega thread on it. And it's like, oh, hey, cool. Some people are talking about Common Rider Ghost. And this is a really long thread. There's going to be a lot of discussion. I'm going to see what's going on. And they all fucking hated it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Ranger board fucking hates Common Rider Ghost, at least last I looked. That's a bummer. That is a that bummer. Um, I that's, do... a, that's a bad first experience somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to, uh, you know, circle back to a topic, but the... Uh, we were talking about the horse-sized Tommies and the Tommy-sized horses. Um, I, I did say that reducing a horse, uh, a 2,000-pound horse to a 200-pound man size would be reducing it by a factor of 10. And as the resident, like, size Oh, that's person, not how factors work. I do yeah. have to, uh, you know, own up and explain, you know, square cube law, it'd be the cube root of 10, so it'd be slightly less than a half, slightly less than half horse-sized. Uh-huh. Yeah, with it'd be a factor of like 2.15, you know, it's an irrational number, but about right. that. Right, well, I think that'll do it for <laughs> us this week. That's a good place but, uh, to stop. Yeah, for real, though, the bottom line, bottom line, folks, like, please let us know, like, what's what's going on in, in the Power Rangers community if you're a part of that. Like, let us know what, what, the, what the deal is, because I yeah. genuinely want to know now. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't be, especially, cool. but I mean, you can tell them. And then I'll tell Luke, and I'll make him listen. Yeah, I can tell do that. us on the Facebook group, because that's Zach and I hang out there, and Luke doesn't. There you go. Yeah. Everyone wins. Well, cool. I mean, I still have to hear about it. But... Oh, poor Joel. All right, so that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, you should check out, oh, God, the website that we have, which is audioentropy.com. I almost forget forgot the name it. of it? Uh, Luke, two episodes ago, I forgot the word for podcast. So, Good yes. Good job, buddy. Um, anyway... So, yeah, check that out. You can Listen, check out all our other... The only reason Zach is still the host is because no one else wants to do it. Nope. You could <laughs> check out a couple... You've seen what happens when Zach's not around. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can check out uh, all of our podcasts. We've actually added a couple yeah, new ones we're getting recently. pretty big. Like, not um, in terms of listenership, but just in terms of amount no, of shit we No, we're actually we getting out. pretty big in listenership, too, compared to what I would expect. Yeah, so we, we actually have a decent we, listener size. So there's some that we've added fairly recently. You seem unsettled um, by that, Luke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pris, I mean, yes. Pris and Molly's Are movie night where Molly from Totally Reprised and her girlfriend uh, watch a movie because with, with a guest because Molly has never seen any movies. 
uh, Baca cast hosted by our friend Dustin, who ha- there's like 300 episodes of, but he's moved over to so our network. Are, as a listener, I, I'm curious, are all 300 episodes coming no, over? No, good lord. No, we couldn't figure out how to do that. Yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> I think he's going to put him some kind of archive if you want to go back and listen to the old episodes. But that one is very, like, because they review, like, the current season of anime and, like, here's all the new anime shows that we're watching that came out this week and here's what we think of them. So it's very... Kind of a topical thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, D-Comedy by Every time he's been on, he's plugged BakaCast and it's just, it's part of the network now. So, yay, welcome to him. Uh, our we friend... also have, we've started something called the Garbage Dump, which is just going to be an all-purpose feed for when someone from the network wants to make a thing, but doesn't think it would fit as an episode of an established show. Our uh, first right now, episode the on the Garbage Dump is Molly from uh, Totally Reprised talking about her deep, deep love of... Uh, <laughs> of I um plant poison girls ivy. and uh, specifically poison ivy, poison ivy. yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure and, episode, and, by yeah, the time this uh, comes out episode two is probably going to also be up which is just uh our friend Jules talking about how much she loves uh fanfic about Link and Prince Sidon yeah, yeah so if you just want some <laughs> weird so, topics that's yeah, good but yeah. the the first episode also has uh has Emily has Emily from uh Warren uh, Beast from Warren Beast, Beast yeah yep. who's been a guest on here a few times so yeah. And, uh, and, like, that's just kind of what it's going to be. Like, if if we just want to record something and, like, you just we want to do something dumb and it's like, I'm, this isn't going to work as a bonus I'm episode. definitely going to capture one of you to just yell at you about Mortal Kombat for a little while at some point. <laughs> I'm fully really expecting one of the Persona recordings to just not have Persona. Be a trap? Yeah, that, yeah, that'll happen. I mean, uh, I'll volunteer for that. I'm actually, I'm, I, I like Mortal Kombat. I'm not a super fan, but I like it. Okay. Um... And then, uh, last thing, it may not be up on the website by the time you, um, uh, this goes up, but we are adding D comedy by, uh, by our friend Lucas, who is, uh, which is a rewatch of Disney original movies, uh, that he does with his sister that are Disney Channel specifically. Dis- Disney Channel, right, yeah. Which is where not the yeah so, so these are made for TV movies. Yeah. 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 And, the titular and- DCOM, if you will. Yeah, and they're all very bad, and you should, you should listen to him <laughs> talk about them because it's a Nostalgia lot of nostalgia. Is awesome. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. I, I, the first episode they did is a movie where a house wants to fuck a dude. So yes. yes. Oh, I think I, we I, have. Yeah, I've uh, seen Eureka. <laughs> I think we have absorbed every podcast friend we have, other than VGM Jukebox. Yeah, they're the only yeah, people that are still like free. We need to like. Hunt them I mean, down. I, I offered and they said no. So yeah. Yeah, well, it's only a matter of time. It's I don't blame them. If they ever fall asleep. Yeah, I mean we can we can adapt. We can <laughs> still have their podcast them. in the dead of night. Yeah, we'll Akira blob them and then they'll be part of us. I was so, thinking more like body snatchers, but sure. So that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh and Thanks for listening, which I just looked at our time and boy, we've been doing a good job of putting out nice, tight well, hour and a half episodes. <laughs> That's okay. Honestly, Luke, um, I don't think you've been the one dragging us down this time. <laughs> four teenagers around. with attitude. We had so many episodes where there was nothing to talk about. So It's okay. This was a good one. Four teenagers with attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Luke. I have been Mike. I continue to be Joel. And I always will be Fletcher. And may the power protect you always. Until you're just kind of leave the show. (laughs) So you get called to a peace conference.